He I wants to get out God of there. God fucking forbid yeah. I criticize one fucking thing That's in the right. show, guys. Soccer highlights and all the baseball scores in sports at 11. The following program is brought to you in living color on Pop Syndicate. KTBR Break Room. Here the drum, I did wicked. Turn it up. Looks like you're about a thousand gallons light here, Mike. Where's the juice? Methylamine isn't coming. Who the hell are you? I'm the man who's keeping it. <laughs> Who the hell are you? You know. You all know exactly who I am. Say my name. You what? I don't, I don't have a damn clue who the hell you are. Yeah, you do. I'm the cook. I'm the man who killed Gus Fring. Bullshit. Cartel Gus Fring. You sure? Now, say my name. You're the break room. You're goddamn right. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Now, Thomas, do you prefer the, like, uh, banana popsicle? Do you prefer, like, a nice, big fudgicle? What type of meat describes you best? Episode 184. Hey, everybody. It's been an okay fucking week. <laughs> Has it? It's been okay. You came Long. in here like it was well, good. dead. Well, you seem very upset. Perhaps I'll explain that at some point during oh, the show. Okay. Well, pow teaser. Well, we're definitely down one man that was supposed to be here. That's true. His uh, pleasure was going to come, and unfortunately, he decided to take the new drug, crocodile, and his arms promptly fell off. So, and he did have a crocodile mild answer. And he had a cro- well, yeah. I mean, that's how the arms fell off. Was it makes your skin <laughs> rot? So right. he he was so high on crocodile, he decided to then shoot down a crocodile mile. <laughs> He hit the bump and started to fly, and his arms fell yeah. off. Yeah, high on crocodile. They don't normally they don't normally talk about that feature with crocodile mile. But. Well, they don't include crocodile the drug in the. Oh, crocodile they don't. Mile. No. I thought that's oh. why they named it that. Okay. No, no. I was. Confused. It's just when you take crocodile, you have a strong inclination to then go slide down a mile. on a crocodile mile. A mile of crocodile. Nothing better than to go down a mile right. at this point. While wearing a slippery mile of right. some sort. While wearing crocodile boots. Is it possible to have a pool with half an inch of water at the end of it? <laughs> That is a bonus feature. That on the is a key wow. thing when right. you're taking crocodile. <laughs> exactly. Is this an actual drug? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a drug that uh, started in Russia uh, somewhere around 2002, I think. Where in Russia there, there exists crocodile. absolutely no crocodiles in well, Russia. Well, it's just called that because it makes your skin turn green and leathery, oh. and then it starts to rot your flesh. Oh, okay. But it's like a cheaper form of heroin, mm-hmm. and so now it's made its way over to the U.S. and people are starting to take it. So. It's, okay. We're almost down another guy here. That's true. When he had the hot brown volcanic liquid coming oh out of his anus. God. 
And that was just the chocolate. Unfortunately, Mark applied a nice, soothing, minty lube to his anus. And unfortunately? He was able to go ahead and, I said fortunately. No. I think he said unfortunately. No. Minty lube? <laughs> you know, Does it matter if it's minty to be put on your fresh, anus? Give it that fresh, clean feeling. You know, after all the volcanic lava doo-doo. It makes it feel much better. It needs <laughs> a soothe. It's a mint. The mint is it cooling. A, it means the cooling pleasures of the mint. Okay. So we were having a debate. So now Thomas has a minty anus, and we're ready to go. We had a debate before the show. Thomas asked if uh, the chicken with the train was actually real. Mm-hmm. So here's the example. Debate. Chicken with the train. Rain. It was, burr, burr, no, no. Burr, burr. Here we go. You asked me was, asking a question. So here it is. <laughs> guy that played chicken with the train guy you remember that Is this one of the first? This one of the first. The same guy? No, no. This is a different guy. This is Cowboy Troy. This is one of the first comedian Cowboy Troy. Was it that guy? Uh, and he, I think he's the one who started a hip hop. Oh God! Well, he needs to die. He was a member of the group Big and or Rich. Oh God! Just Big and Rich, wasn't it? They were both terrible. And Cowboy Troy. Were they terrible? I yeah, they liked were terrible. Them. Big and rich? Fuck no. Dustin was their biggest fan. Oh, what were, yeah, what were you some hits that they had? Dustin? Uh, Are we just going to play everything <laughs> fart tonight? For crying out? Yeah. I haven't played anything uh, fart yet, sorry. so that drop doesn't really matter. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you one hit. <clears throat> well, that's really disappointing considering you're number one fan. Both of you are assholes. Wednesday? <laughs> I think that was one of their hits. Oh, there Wednesday? You go. I don't remember anything by them. Anyway. We have voicemails. Mark went ahead and took the uh, lead on Big and Rich there. Knowing at least one song of theirs. Hey guys, uh, my name is uh, Lucia, and uh, I just want to say that I think you all three sound very sexy, and I would like to meet you one time. You guys ever do appearances anywhere or something? Because I would like to meet you and greet you and treat you and possibly you. <laughs> no, I don't know about the last one, but anyway. I have three shoes and I wanted to sing a song for you. It's Friday, Friday, I have Friday. When I have the time, At twelve times the volume of anything else that comes out of your computer, I know he's really, really, you know, has to have that one be a highlight. So, do we make appearances anywhere? I mean, we've appeared at uh, at Dallas Comic Con or whatever that was. We appeared at the Lubies last Thursday. Yeah, we, we were there. Too. Had the had the Blue Plate special. Uh, we're going to be at the first cafeteria is coming up next week. Yeah, we're going to be at Seven Eleven tomorrow, probably for about while we get a drink. If you want to get there right when we're buying monsters at the same time, yeah. Then you can meet us. There. I was at a Seven Eleven. I made an appearance at a Seven Eleven right before the show. Bam! Was there a small fee for that, or uh, it was a Chris Cornell concert across the country? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you get paid. 
pow to you, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we got another one. Hello, Breakthroughers. This is Gandalf the Wizard. <laughs> and I was calling to see if anyone would be interested in buying some Hobbit cookies. I have a couple of female Hobbits that are selling uh, Hobbit cookies, and we're trying to raise money. Was <laughs> he chaining them uh, up or something there? <laughs> I think Gandalf uh, ran his RV into Purvis. <laughs> that was really random. Which is Lucia? Is that Mrs. Purvis? Lucia Purvis? I don't know. Or Lucia sure, or whatever her name was. Lucia? Was that, was that her I name? I don't know. Sure. I don't know. It sounded like a teen. A teen Purvis? Hey, guys. Uh, my name is uh, Lucia. Lucia. Not Lucia. Close enough. Lucia. What? That's not that different. <laughs> it sounds a lot funnier, though. It does. All right. We'll change your name, Lucia. All right. Lucia Purvis. No fucking Hobbit cookies for me. I don't know about you. Only if they're made of Hobbit. Hey, what up, break room? It's Travel Bear. Oh, shit, man. Sorry I haven't called in a while. I've been busy with uh, making the movie and uh, writing a bunch of other projects and all that. And I'm dealing with all the wedding bullshit, which, uh, you know, Marcus, I'm sure you can relate. Anyway, um, I don't really have much to say. I just have a, I have a question of the week, actually. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of the old Break Room episodes, and, um, well, I'm just wondering, does Thomas the Tank Engine still travel to Africa to escape the Mexicans? <laughs> I, I'm just kind of curious, man. You know, uh, you know, just between you and me, man, you know, like, Traveling to Africa just to escape another race, man, that's just sad. I mean, you know, I can forgive his love of hair metal and Electra. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> you know, I fucking hate you. Races. Come on, man. That's just sad. God damn it. Anyway, uh, talk to you later. I have no fucking idea what he's talking about. Do you have any clue what he's talking about? I don't remember that at all. I mean, I know you don't like other races. I know you do that, but I didn't know. I know y'all accuse me of that shit. The I weird... don't remember ever talking about. But Thomas, are y'all I... talking about me running to Africa? Takes his DVD of Electron Taxi <laughs> and heads really... off to Africa. Fucking asshole! <laughs> we just. You just made fun of me for like the twentieth billionth time, <laughs> fakely off the air. God damn it! That was awesome. That was awesome. We're going to say yes, he still does Yes, he still does okay. say you understand that there are Whatever. non-white people in Africa, so <laughs> he's going to have a big surprise when he gets there. It's really weird. He's really confused about what, what Africa is. He really, really is. So, uh, on the show today... It's the most random question ever that none of us remember the context of. It's, it's good to clarify that for the new audience. Yeah, we always have... That you do that. In fact, we should just go back and reenact... Starting with next week, we'll start with episode four, and we'll just repeat the previous 183 shows. Coming to you live. Just let Thomas fill in for Dave and do everything right. Dave did, and then when Thomas is on, we'll have to get somebody else to fill in for him. <laughs> we'll get Zed to become Thomas. I can't fake myself. No. You can't be two characters. <laughs> okay. What was that? That was the Thomas laugh. That's nothing like my laugh. It's pretty close. Pretty close. It sounds like something else, though. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. That's definitely not it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to be playing me later? Huh? You're going to be playing me later? I'll be playing the part of Thomas the Tank. Formerly Engine. All right. Ready? Uh, On the show, we're going to talk about all Breaking Bad the rest of the show. So if you haven't seen the final episode... 
Uh, you're weird, A. Spoiler. And B, spoiler alert. You're not weird. All sorts of life oh. things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Very generic. But, um, yeah, you should <laughs> You should know if you listen to the show. Stuff and things spoil it. occur at times that exist in our lives. Humans that live have events that occur. Come on. <laughs> you know this. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been behind on things before. I understand. Pow. That's not a pow. That's an anti-pow. <laughs> okay. Studio's living, breathing occurrences. Doo-doo. Life. Put them behind. Life gets in the way sometimes, yeah. Mark. Not when you're traveling coast to coast for Chris Cornell. <laughs> how, can not, living life. how can everything not get in the way if you're only ever doing that? That's living in the high life. As you <laughs> well, can. he doesn't play a show every day. He's going to so. be on one of which, which beer is the high life? Miller. He's going to be on one of the Miller commercials from now on. Is it? Or is it MGD? Ah, fuck. Does it matter? I don't know. It's mm. one of the crap. That's an excellent question. Yeah. yeah, it is an excellent question. You should definitely contact them about your contribution to their commercials from now Tell on. Look, right now. I, yeah. Talk I about. think I live the high life more than just about anybody else. Give me an email you a high life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And some boat parts. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Ready to talk about Breaking Bad? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Listening to the break room. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. Put it in my ass. I didn't think I'd ever stop using Tylenol. And I didn't, really. I still use it for aches and pains and stuff like that. But for headaches, I stopped taking it. Now I take Excedrin. Why Excedrin? Because I studied all the medical research. No. I tried Excedrin. It relieved my headaches better. Why else would anybody take it? Excedrin, the headache medicine. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. If you haven't been listening to The Drunk Movie Show, this is the kind of gold you're missing out on. God bless that guy. He slept in people's houses on crack and cocaine. Bro, oh, stop it. Eric Bana is a shithead and everything he Eric Bana was in Chopper, and that's a good movie. It's the dad from Modern Family, like, banging chicks and, uh, like, killing babies. We'll clone uh, Steve McQueen from A Filthy Nut Rag and then uh, zombify him and set him right, loose right. with... Check it all out at DrunkMovieShow.com. Son, I think we need to talk. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Not the heart-to-heart. Not now. We're acting a little odd. Odd, yeah. Uh-huh. Look, just leave a pamphlet on the table, and I'll read it after breakfast. Responsibility. Uh-huh. Man, all I want to do is eat. What does he want me to say? So, do we have an understanding? Uh-huh. Oh. Kellogg's Corn Pop Cereal is part of this complete breakfast. I think we really got through to him. Gotta have my pops. Yes, science! Dearly beloved, we have come here today. Where's the preview? 
There was no preview. You son of a bitch. There, there was no preview. Was you no preview. played one as if there was a preview earlier. That said that was the wrong one. No. no they didn't have one. They was just it was scenes from previous episodes. They didn't want to uh. show anything. So But dearly beloved, we have gathered here today to uh give homage to Breaking Bad. Announce the death of Are we all beloved? I love both Not of you. Not you. I love I love you. He doesn't. I love you. Goodbye, Breaking Bad. Goodbye. Very sad about it. One of the finest TV series to ever grace the TV. And I'm glad, frankly, I'm glad that we could bring it to America's attention. That we really popularized the show back in the day. Seems less sad when you have that going. True. Well, that just gets you excited. The, the beginning was sad, but that's about it. But I'm glad we made the show. We brought it to America's attention. We uh, really gave it a chance and yes. uh, exposed Our it. Our viewership is what exposed the show. Uh, in sir. Its, in, its la- in the last half of its last season. I, know, I exposed no. it to at least two We people. talked about it, I think, in the first season. Uh, so not regularly, but we talked about it off and on. And that was back when we had a lot more listeners. Right. And that's when we, uh, yeah, we brought... So we were more we brought, implemental back then. Exactly. We brought attention to this little show, and it turned into the uh, 10 million viewer... That's right. Uh, 10.6, I believe. 10.6, yes. God damn. Explosion. So let's all do the break. It is amazing. They showed that next to like the Super Bowl from last you're year or two years you're ago or whatever, and it's like 50 million viewers. Like, good God. Yeah. You're welcome, Breaking it's Bad. It's unreal. Yeah, you're welcome, Breaking Bad. Yes. You're welcome, AMC. We got you through we this. We need a portion of the funds that you've received. You on- need to just record our podcast and put it on AMC. Yeah, God. exactly. It'd be better than all... A- after Talking Dead and Talking I loved Bad. all those other hat commercials about, oh, look at all these other shows we have on AMC yeah, all yeah. through that episode. None of them are as good as The Break Room right. live. <laughs> or Talking Saul or whatever That's a bold have. claim. I'm going to go ahead and claim it. Okay. Maybe Walking Dead's better Let's go ahead and claim the URL Talking Saul. Absolutely. Which we will be following, we will be following uh, Walking Dead in a couple weeks here. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Spoiler we're going to take over there's only, there's only one week that we're not going to have a show. True. Next week, we're going to be talking about new fall shows like S.H.I.E.L.D. and a couple others. So Somebody will. You will, yeah, too. Go ahead. Why are you not going to watch it? Why are you refusing to participate? I'll watch it at some point. We need to do After quick hits. We do the we'll, we'll do quick hits on those, too, when they start the premiere. It's like kind of like we did Hannibal, and we did something else like that. S.H.I.E.L.D. Too. already started, but... Yeah, right. I'm saying we'll, we'll as other yeah. as other stuff starts up. Well, well Dustin won't talk about it, but <laughs> no, no, I refuse to. He, he refuses to participate in anything. Only watch shows I've already seen. Okay, before. Well, then you and I can talk That's about fine. it, and he can sit over there and. I mean, let's be honest. Touch himself. You and I carry something. the show, anyways. Basically, so. probably. Yeah, we, we're the ones that like time. to you know lean into the microphone most right. of the time. We don't like to be in the, yeah. uh, the next room over. I like to echo and get passionate. <laughs> you, you like the bounce back to hit the microphone. I, do. I normally like to talk against the wall. <laughs> Turned into a corner, Blair Witch style. Amazing. Exactly. All right. That's what that's called now. If you look at it, yeah, look at a corner. It's called Blair Witch style. So, so walk so. us through the plot. All right. Uh, All well, right. the last episode we left, Walt ah. had just left the bar after seeing Gretchen and uh, old Big Ears McGee on the TV. Sure, that dude has the most giant ears ever, and like, uh, he may have the biggest ears in Hollywood, right? Giant Christmassy cocks, uh, like anyone can even know that. He might have that too. He might have a giant Christmassy cock. What does that even mean? I don't know. But there's He's got a, a Santa Claus hat on cool top of it. There's a techno beat going on behind it. Giant yeah. Christmassy cocks. Gretchen and uh, Elliot. You know what techno beat that is? I have no idea. That's the goddamn thing you were just playing. Nah. The damn, so, yes, it is. It's probably not that. It is that. The show sucks. Uh, Gretchen and Elliot set him off. They uh, spurred him to a new plan after he was going to give up. He decides, uh, after seeing them on Charlie Rose, that he would uh, execute one final plan. Uh, to try to get money of course, to his the family. the big fun thing to debate, which we did last week, was what exactly is the plan? What is the plan? What is he going to do to Gretchen Elliott? I really wish we could have gone back through our old episodes and pulled all our bold There's some fun stuff. There's some fun stuff. I've listened to a couple of them. There's some fun stuff in there like, whoa, we were really off on that. <laughs> or, 
We should have made some more bold proclamations, but anyway. Definitely. So he hops in his car, and the right at that moment, uh, the cops so, promptly show up. And they he gets in the car right before they show up, and they show up, and he waits for them to leave, I guess. Creep- then, yeah, I think he gets there before they get yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's creepily waiting in their right. uh, open it's amphitheater a, it's right a snow, before you go into their house. It's a snow carol. Yeah. Oh, no, I was saying in New Hampshire. He's, oh, my he's The police surround the, the bar. Yes. And he has to wait in there until they leave. Correct. Not in the bar. No, in the car, outside oh, okay. the bar. Yeah, yeah. in the I car. Think he's pro- yeah. I think the... In- in- Since they didn't show him hiding, my guess is that he walked away. Like, he walked off, and that's a car somewhere else, not at the bar. But they showed flashing lights at the police. Right. doesn't mean police couldn't have come by. I guess, but I assumed it was right outside the it's bar. It's super unimportant. It doesn't matter. It's not. Let's a, keep a debating this for the It's not next a pivotal point of the story. I want to say it was by the bar. I'm okay, going to say it was by the bar. He found he the magical the hiding bar. place you where nobody fine? could find him. I'm going to say it wasn't by the bar. And then he drove very far, <laughs> all the way to next to New Mexico, awesome. or to New Mexico. <laughs> and then so, he drove to Canada by accident. <laughs> exactly. Took a left turn. <laughs> uh, I will say that he, he when he gets the, in the car, he immediately he finds a screwdriver and he immediately Jimmy's open the thing. And starts trying to connect wires and shit. And there was a part of me sitting there going, okay, he can't know how to do everything. And he doesn't. And he doesn't. He fails at it, and then the cop, and then the cop lights come by, and then he's like Kinky. really still trying to make sure. And he says something like, just get me home and I'll do the rest. I don't know who he's really uttering yeah. that to. Surely it's not God, but... I don't know. And then the cops go off, and he thinks to look in the visor above, and the keys drop out of it. So he doesn't have to hotwire anything. Anyway. People... Quit putting your keys. I know. Then again, if it's a shit ass, knows it's there. It was a really shitty car. Yeah, if it's a shit ass Volvo, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. And maybe the guy. Who, maybe that's the only thing you can afford. Maybe Chris Cornell guy. Well, <laughs> look, can't all afford private planes and jets? Right, they can. Jets to well, San Diego. Now it's private plane. Yeah, it's not that hard. To I thought do it was commercial, but good God. So the first stop he makes upon returning to Mexico is the house of Gretchen and Big Ears. Gretchen. Gretchen. What's Big Ears' first name? Uh, Elliot. Elliot. So he goes to the new house. Black, right? Well, before that, he even calls up their assistant and says, hey, I'm somebody from the New York Times. I was supposed to meet him here or at this time, but blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he basically cajoles the information of where they're living now. Hello. Out of there. I'm cajoling you for info. He says he works with uh, New York the Times. Guy, Charlie Rose, who just interviewed him, didn't he? No, he said New York Times. No, my bad. Well, fine, whatever. He says he needs to get some photos, et cetera, and gets, gets their address. And so then he drives to uh, their new house and... He's waiting in the house when they show back up from wherever like they were. Like in the courtyard. It's like a yeah, crazy-ass courtyard. courtyard, yes. Yeah. They come in Kinda talking, like the break room towers realizing courtyard. He's waiting there in the shadows, and so they don't notice him when they cross the courtyard and into the actual house. Turn and they off leave the alarm and everything. Yeah. And then they, they're walking. They leave the front door unlocked because they, obviously they don't worry. And then he, they show, I love the, they show the division of the scene of the wall and Walt's on the right side just casually looking at things in the house like and the left side. And shit, yeah. yeah, Gretchen Elliot are doing Standing in the doing. kitchen talking about yeah. things. It was yeah. awesome. That was awesome. It was really tense too because you're, you're wondering like, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah. And then he basically obviously scares the shit out of him once they realize Gretchen he's there. walks into the kitchen and is talking and turns around and sees him and yeah. obviously is and scared he's like, death. hello, Carol. Hello, Carol. Yeah. It was really hello, weird. Hello, Gretchen. Gretchen. Like, you don't have to say that to everyone. Hello, Gretchen. <laughs> hello, Elliot. Damn it. Damn it, Walt. We've done this scene 50 times. Her name is Gretchen. Cranston. Get it together. <laughs> uh, so he basically uh, tells them that they are going to give his remaining $9.72 million to Walt Jr., 
who uh, when he inherit when he turns eighteen through a donation through a donation of through their foundation people affected by meth uh, he gets to that first he says he kind of talks to him for a couple minutes and then he says there's something in my car I need you to come with me to get oh yeah that's right I forgot about that he makes them carry it and in. of course they're super paranoid about well, what the fuck does that mean yeah and he's like I, I just and then they had the it. sex scene from American Psycho and then they came back in with the money <laughs> yeah exactly uh. <laughs> Weird. So they. they Wallace s- flexing in his rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so then they say, why would we do that? Why would we, essentially, why would we be involved with you? And he says, uh, because I hired the be- two best snipers at this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. And then immediately some laser pointers click on and target their heads or in chests. Their chests. Well, no, yeah. no, no. Man, dude, you skip things super crazy. So <laughs> I didn't skip that. He much. tells them the whole thing about giving them the money. Yes. And then exactly he says, can I trust you? Well, they said they also said they don't have any way to giving it to him either. They were talking about That's that, true. and then yeah, oh, yeah. And he, then well, he no, he says he goes through the whole plan of you know the yeah the trust fund, the fact that they've given money all to all to uh, all sorts of things. So feeling sorry for their dead father, like his former business associate, it would be totally believable that they would donate ten million dollars. People affected by blue meth or something. Yeah, yeah it was they a, just they yeah. had just done that, yeah. they, and they talked about it on the show. They'd previously. already given away twenty five million. Yeah. yeah, so it would be believable. He basically lays out the believable side of it, and then he says, "Can I trust you to do this?" And then of course they're both like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. And then he does the yeah. He just looks at the window and makes a motion. and makes a point. Yeah. And two red sniper rifle things, presumably, yeah. are on them. Which was the most badass <clears throat> moment. It was, it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then they, of course, feel the pressure. And he essentially it. says, this is $200,000 lighter than I yeah. wanted it to be. But oh, I, oh, oh, I've oh, hired oh. the two best hitmen west of the Mississippi. And, you, they, and he said, you don't know. If you don't do it, you don't know when it'll come. It'll just be one day. It might be a day. It might be a week. Yeah. You'll hear footsteps and then nothing at all. You won't even know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Pretty awesome. I, you know, and, the, and then he moves on from there. But the one thing I was, I really wish they'd done in this uh, scene was tell you why Walt had either left or been forced out of gray matter. Right. And we never found that out in the entire series. It would have been series. an interesting, you know, a couple throwaway lines or what? I mean, not throwaway, but a little yeah. backstory. Just a little, just one line, two lines. Them, but it's not a big deal, but it would have been nice. A slight tip of the hat to that storyline. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I meant to go back and watch, because we talked about this last week, actually. Uh, and I meant to go back and watch and see. Angel, I think, had pointed out, didn't he have a thing for the wife? He did. Well, yes, that was and obvious. And he essentially, because of that, bought out... And that's what Angel that, said. Last I had week. always assumed that <clears throat> I don't he'd know. been I don't so. Remember. I'd always assumed they never they never said, but I was assumed he was so distraught over that romance going sour that that's why he had left. That's what I'm saying. But they never really said. She for made sure. it seem like they said that in the second season. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't remember. I don't that's remember what I'm that saying. Either. I meant to watch it before this week, but anyway, it's yeah. not that important. Would have been nice, but it's not that important. It would have been nice if they haven't already done it. I can't verify that one way or the other. So yeah. So, uh, Walt, there's another reviewer also, at least from uh, Entertainment Weekly or one of the big publications, said the same thing. Would have been nice to get really? some clarity. So, oh. I'm assuming they might have done research that we didn't. Yeah. Maybe. Well, they're the ones that ranked every episode, right? Yeah. So, I'm assuming they went back and watched right. every episode. Probably. Again. They so, they probably, probably didn't did. clarify it. God, what a great fucking job. Your job is to watch all of Breaking Bad again mm-hmm. and rankle them all. Wrinkle them. <laughs> Wrinkle the ball. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, then uh, Walt gets, he leaves the uh, Schwartz residence and uh, gets in his car. And two guys get in the car, or are already in the car with him. I can't remember watch. But anyways, it's Skinny Pete and Badger. And he was, they were his assassins. They were dressed all in black, and all they had was uh, laser pointers. Laser pointers. Par- powerful laser pointers, yeah. Which is amazing. Now that I think about it, if you go back and watch that scene, 
they can't is this for a the comment? life of them keep the red dot fucking still. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of just sells it a little bit more that it was those yeah. two fucking finicky But in the moment, of course, you're not thinking yes, that. Yes, yes. True. Awesome. Uh, so then from them, he finds out that the blue meth is still being cooked and uh, that... He verifies. He, yeah, through He them. heard it on the TV previously. Yeah, and then he basically deduces that Jesse is still alive from there. That's right. That's right. That's so, about all there is to this. The next scene is, that's right. contains maybe one of the weakest things of the episode, and that's when Walt goes to the coffee shop where Todd and Lydia are meeting. And he makes it, first of all, he makes him a proposal that uh, he will, he has a new formula for meth and he'll give it to them for $1 million. That doesn't involve... That doesn't involve methylamine. Methylamine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lydia, this doesn't... awesome. She doesn't outright turn it down, but she tells Blonde Merkin She basically she accepts it, it. They say no, and they say no, but Does then she, she's like, she tell kinda, me... She's like, she's like, be there, blah, blah, blah. She basically accepts it, because as he walks away, Todd's like, like, why would you do business with her, him? And she's like, I'm not. Yeah. I thought she was like... Don't be stupid. She acts like she's accepting it. Okay. No, no, no. She acts like she accepts it. Like, All right. Wow. She acts like she accepts Love it. Love Because Todd is dumbfounded that she did. Yeah. And then she I'm basically not, infers, you'd be doing him a favor if you just go ahead and Oh, kill she him. says she'll pass... No, which is... Okay, it even says here. She'll pass the information on to Jack, but then, of course, she's planning to have Walt killed. Sure. So, uh, then, uh, Skyler gets a phone call from Handjob. I just love how the fucking Nazis became, like, the all-powerful and... There is yeah, a, they're like the guys that Walt hired to do this insane hit, you know, yeah. hit the year before or whatever, or days before, I guess, that, but the previous season. As that scene ends, there's also a telling shot yeah. of her pouring stevia so, into her tea. Yeah, Lydia Lydia requests more stevia or grabs it off another table or something, and there's, yes, the longing shot of her pouring stevia into her tea. She, there's only one packet one in pa- her yeah. thing, and she... And obviously that... <clears throat> everybody can draw a conclusion. That was the ricin. Which so, is what our party did... Although yeah. half of the people said they thought it was a red herring, like it wasn't. I did it at the time. Way. I was like, it can't be that obvious. But Mark was in that half. Yeah, I was in that so half. I thought it was totally a, a red herring, but uh, it wasn't. And so that's probably the weakest point of this: is how the fuck did he get rice into a stevia packet? Does it matter? It was just yeah, it kind of. I mean, it matters a little bit. Ultimately, theorizing maybe because it looked like into such a weird generic <clears throat> stevia packet. Did he make his own stevia packet? I don't know what he did. You know, it's it's kind of hard to tell, but. Is there a way to inject ricin into it? Like he could have used some sort of hypodermic to get it in there? You could use a small it. needle to poke it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just, doesn't really matter. Like that, I know. We talked about that after the show, and I just don't think it's that like, is a detail that is necessary at all. It's like getting the Lily of Valley yeah. into Brock's yeah, school lunch. Yeah, exactly. That detail. So I know it's, it's you know. That, that was even worse since they never yeah. even showed anything about that. Right. Yeah, true. True. But anyway. Uh, so then Handjob calls Skylar and tells her that Walt's back in town. And what she doesn't know is what Hamjob doesn't know is that she has Skyler both hands going on each side of her. <laughs> Skyler <laughs> on the two agents. That's how she's, at, that's at how she's coping with Hank's death. She's jacking everyone uh, up. Which this was a, this was another great shot in the show. Was you get a shot of Skyler on the phone talking to Handjob and a pillar in her new shitty very apartment, very small yeah. house. Yeah, very small house. And then as is it a house or an apartment, an apartment, it's like I'm a assuming duplex complex yeah. or something like that. So then, as hand job is telling duplex. Skyler, the camera slowly pans to the left, and you see, you know, skinny ass Walt there behind the pillar. Yes, and he's been he's waiting there for the phone call to finish. Cousin of Skinny Pete, skinny ass Walt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did a really good job. I don't know if he lost a bunch of weight or something, but they did a very good job making him look like the cancer was super effective. And then they yeah. have the last couple episodes of making it yeah. look like. He is totally affected by this thing. Or if they just gave him bigger clothes, or I don't know. 
He probably no, you don't know. He probably lost some weight. He looked really rough, yeah. in general, in the face and everything. So uh, he so he basically tells Skyler in the end that he didn't ever do it for the family. He did it for himself. In the end, he was Which doing it for himself. Even though he for started out for all the uh, Team Walt people out there, <clears throat> yeah. always try to claim family shit. He's, I think he started out doing it for the family, but then he yeah. quickly it quickly became all it about absolutely him. Absolutely started on the basis of yeah. I'm about to die, yeah. and I need to leave something for I have nothing. It started out in a good place, but that's the whole evolution of the show. Is yeah. it started in this place, and he ended up super completely different than that. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesse wanted out last season or the season before, or whatever, and he's like, "No, fuck, that. I don't want anything more. I want this right here." Yeah. I want to be top kingpin, essentially. I mean, it's Mark that. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so then he gives you know. Sky- he gives Skyler the lottery ticket with the coordinates and says, use this to make a plea deal with the DEA, because that's where... You'll find Double Dead Frank and... Yeah. Go and that was just a Remy. really great... That was a really great moment in the entire show. <laughs> Frank and Remy. Because <laughs> she, says, she says to him, I, if I hear it was for the family one more time, and then he says, I did it for me. Yeah. And then he Which kind of expounds on that a little bit. Just The first time he's told her the truth. It made him feel alive. It made him... He yeah. just felt he was living. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, then he goes to see Holly one last time, his daughter. and that She was, gives him permission. Yeah, and that was touching. And then uh, he leaves before Walt Jr. gets home. And, watches, and watches him from afar. Yeah. yeah, behind another house, another duplex. Which was, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if they made anything by it or not, but I thought it was interesting that Walt Jr. was wearing combat boots and camo pants. Yeah. That, that I wonder if that too. was some sort of... I, it may not have been anything. It may have been just a cat, like a... Whatever costuming Teenage decision, kids but wearing whatever. But I thought it was interesting that you know you think about Columbine, you think about angry kids in general, and how they tend to wear more militaristic stuff a lot of times. And you think about all those things. Angry Could have kids. had something to do with it. So I thought I immediately went to: uh, Is he going to be a really troubled youth? I wouldn't be surprised. It'd be hard for him not to be at this yeah, point. Exactly. You'll find out in Breaking Bad too. Yeah, it'll be That's what's going on. Seasons three through seven of uh, the Saul Goodman show. Meth school. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Maybe yeah. in the Saul Goodman show, show we'll finally what, find out what happened to Huel. <laughs> it, not if it's a prequel, you won't. Well, but I feel confident there was an agent standing outside the door, so I feel confident they would give up at some point, especially <laughs> not having any information. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. So then uh, Walt starts working on a little project out in the desert, and he has a car battery attached to some sort of motorized arm, which he then attaches to a machine gun. Or some sort of assault rifle. You don't see that happen, but you get you the see point. the arm going it's back and forth out yeah. next to the contraption right, yeah. he's building. Yeah. You yeah. get the point. You get the point. You have no idea how it's going to come into play, right. but he's basically going to pull some James Bond shit. So, which you know, immediately I thought that somehow they were going to go out to the desert, not do it in the actual, yeah, yeah. He thought yeah. they'd be in the desert, he, but, anyway, but, but instead yeah. he goes to their compound well, to the uh, Nazi compound. Oh, I guess we are to that point. Never mind. I'm sorry. I, was, I, miss I was about right. to say not fast forward, but yeah, yeah, that's the next scene. It's funny because we cut to commercial after the closure with the family, and there's like 20 minutes left. Yeah. And everybody in the room's like, oh my God, they got so much to cover. I was like, they only need one more scene. Right. There's only one more thing to cover here. It's probably more that you wanted them to cover. Tom was scoreboarding more, us. Sure. Yeah. Knowing what I wasn't trying left. to scoreboard anybody. I was just like, guys, prophetic what, scoreboard. What, guys, there's I know. only one there's scene only one left scene here. Left. I don't know what you guys are thinking. I don't know anything, obviously, at that point, but there there really is. I mean, he's not going anywhere else other than to finish all the unfinished business. Yeah. Which is all in one place. So he goes to the uh, blonde market. Into the Nazi, vagina and out the ass. Uh, compound. It's a weird place to go. And he, as he pulls in... Uh, Trust me, I know that. <laughs> I'm reminded of that every time we do a fucking double dead. <laughs> Right-hand Nazi tells him to park well, somewhere. White make the double dead. <laughs> That's a good, good point. 
Have fictitious characters been nominated previously? <laughs> no, but this one's very influential. Okay. Anyway, so right-hand Nazi uh, hops in the car with him and uh, tells him to park somewhere, but Walt just, you know, bumbles his way around and parks to where he wants to, and the guy's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. So then they walk, in, they walk into the uh, Nazi... Walt in. They waltz into the... It's a new walk. Walt, waltz, waltzes into the Nazi compound. <laughs> And uh, was second hand Nazi. <laughs> was that so that was a right, really weird term that they waltz in. <laughs> right hand Nazi. Uh, and he tells like, Jack about the uh, Jack's new like, That's order. sweet dance moves. Yeah, the new form. And a really nice set of hair. I thought he was really odd that he was so obsessed with his hair. Yeah, made like four comments about it. Yeah, that was weird. It's a really good head of hair. Uh, yeah. So he tells Jack about the new formula. Supposedly, Jack refuses and orders him to be killed. Um. So at that point. Uh, Walt insults Jack for he he basically calls him out for using Jesse. Yeah, it says you're supposed to kill him for giving his word. Yeah, for giving his word, and then obviously he makes him a partner. And in the meantime, they patted him down and took his uh, car keys and his wallet, which is uh, key fob is what operates the machine gun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's kind of an important part. Yeah. So then Jack wants to show Walt that they're not partners. You don't know that at that point. You know the key operates the The arm thing. Right, but I'm just saying you knew the key fob was important to what he was doing. Sure, sure. Uh, they made it pretty obvious. Yeah. So Jack orders that Jesse be watching them to show them that they're not partners, and they bring Jesse out of the uh, whatever that area is, the lab, in chains. And meanwhile, meanwhile Walt is trying to yeah, trying to get his fob back. And uh, they bring Jesse meanwhile, in. Meanwhile, he waltzes over to the yeah, he waltzes, <laughs> right. He waltzes over. <laughs> he, grabs, he grabs co-Nazi or whatever. Yeah, right-hand Nazi. Waltz, yeah. Right-hand Nazi and waltzes across the <laughs> So uh, then uh, when Jesse comes in, they stare at each other for a second. Walt grabs the fob, tackles Jesse, and then... Acts like he's fighting him. Acts like he's fighting yeah. him, and then while they're down on the ground, he hits the fob button, and the machine gun goes off in the trunk of Walt's beat-ass car, yeah. and goes through the car side, in through the side of the building, and pretty much mows down everybody. Mows down all the Nazis. Mows down all the Nazis, including Blonde Merkin, although Blonde Merkin is still alive at the no, end. No, no, it didn't get him. He was on the ground with He got them. shot in the leg, though, didn't he? No, he didn't. I thought he was shot in the leg. He was already down trying to break them up. I watched it again today. Okay. He was already down trying to break them up, so he was down the entire time, and he didn't okay. get shot at all. Okay. I thought he got wounded nope. and was on the ground. Not at okay. all. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, nonetheless, uh, while Blonde Merkin is trying to get back up, Jesse... Blonde Merkin being Todd, for all those who can't keep up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You should know by this point. Yeah. Uh... Jesse takes it runs that. runs the cycle, kills pretty much everybody but those three. Yeah, runs out and of bullets. A moment later, you realize Jack is still alive. But yeah. And uh, he creeps to the window. Well, Todd does. Yeah. Blonde Merkin. Blonde Merkin. Yeah. Creeps to the window. Uh, What's a Merkin? Yeah. They said Jack. Anyways, Jesse takes that opportunity and strangles him with his chains. And uh, wrestles him to and the ground. And everyone cheered that. And I'm everyone sure cheered that. Yeah. Be one of the greatest. It was great. That moment oh, yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then Walt takes Jack's gun and kills him. Jack is still alive. Jack's still alive and says, you want to know where the money is? And if then, you kill me, you'll never find it. And then he kills him. He puts just a blows his head, his head away. Yeah. And Which, they do the awesome, like the camera's behind Jack's head. Yeah. And as he's shot, like blood splatter all over the camera. It was awesome. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, you can kind of tell watching it that uh, when the machine gun's going off, Walt took a little, yes. took a little damage there. Yeah. There is a... A scene where you, it's pretty obvious. I didn't think it was obvious at first, but when I watched yeah. it again today, he gets hit at some point. Yeah, I wish I had a chance to watch it again. Um, Pal. Five Iron Frenzy texting. You get some uh, text messages there? When you want to read them on the air? Shut up. <laughs> Sexting? No. So anyways, we'll continue with the show. Yeah, let's do uh, it. At that point, after he kills Jack, Walt turns to Jesse 
I think he throws the gun on the ground, tells him. Well, at first it looks like he may be turning to shoot him or something, but then yeah. he puts the gun on the ground and slides it over to, to Jesse. Him. Yeah, and asks Jesse to ki- he asks Jesse to kill him. Yeah, and at that point Jesse realizes that uh, Walt has been hit by a bullet, and he makes him. He's like, "You got to tell me you want it," and he's like, "Yeah, I want this." And yeah, Jesse's basically like, "Do it yourself." Yeah, because he had said in an earlier episode, "I'm not going to do anything you say ever again." Right, and then you know Jesse manages to take the high road i guess the moral high ground and reclaim some of that honor for lack of a better term sure i remain, think he also realizes what he just did for him too yeah absolutely so he i think there's a there's a neutral you know that's what i'm saying he realizes what just happened so yeah it is a look by all means the scales are not balanced no but he Man. tried to escape on his own it fucking failed he knows what just happened right and so yeah he also has to not be stupid and know that he's He's taking a gunshot wound to the, the the gut. Sure, he's not lasting much longer. I mean, he right. knows what's up. He has he's gunshot and riddled with cancer. He's yeah. not going to be around yeah. much longer. So uh, at that point, I guess Jesse walks out, and Blonde Merkin's phone goes off in the creepiest moment of the entire. Yeah, and episode. it's that song Lydia, the tattooed lady. Yeah, and uh, well, which is theme for Lydia calling Todd. Yeah. Lydia, yeah. So he answers the phone. He answers Blonde Merkin's he goes, phone. Hello, Carol, on the phone. <laughs> Yeah. It was really weird. Hello, Carol. God damn it, Cranston. <laughs> I love that they, by the way, did not rehash the flash forward scenes. They just kind of went by them and Yeah, absolutely. Them. Like, yeah, dude, we nice. didn't waste time on that. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. So then uh, he basically gloats that she's about to die from rice, and they, they show her, like, she's got a humidifier on, and she's yeah. at that uh, swank ass hotel that, that uh, Walter White fa- uh, formerly stayed at. That or she's at her apartment that was pretty swanky. I, I don't know. I figured it was the hotel because she always comes in from out of town. If she was still in town, I guess. Thoroughly unimportant. Yeah. Let's let's keep on. Let's examine that for the next Was it in town or out of town? Look it up. We'll wait. And anyways. Uh, and that's God. that's the last you see of Lydia. Obviously, she's going to die as well. That's uh, a nice looking anus <laughs> you got there. Uh, Jesse. It's an and odd thing to say to her. You getting sex too? Should, ta- should I take the show over with Thomas? Jesse now? and Walt essentially do a little head nod to each other. Yeah. There's a scene where they just kind of look at each other and nod heads, and Jesse gets in the car and takes off. Yeah, he, he gets Jack's El Camino and takes off, and is screaming in exaltation. I guess. So yeah, it is a preview for his new uh, Need for Speed movie, right there. Exactly. That's <laughs> where that's where Need for Speed <laughs> takes off. Floors it and rips through the gates, yeah. <laughs> screaming. The that whole would be time. awesome if that's where Need for Speed is really is what it was. <laughs> So then really uh, combo things he did. The last uh, scene we get is Walt goes to uh, Blonde Merkin's lab and is looking at all the equipment, Walks running his through hand, it all like you can his hand tell he's very much doing the memory nostalgic thing. Yeah. As Especially this amazing song is playing in the background. <laughs> oh my god. You can see the cops the begin to pull up at the very you last moment. And and yeah. You can hear the sirens and he's I don't know what the the big tank, whatever it's called. Uh, he's the Thomas stroking it lovingly, and then he collapses to the ground. And there's like a bloody handprint on the tank. Yeah, and he collapses to the ground, and uh, the song "Bad Fingers, Baby Blue" starts playing, and it's just the camera pulls away over Walt's face been as more he dies. Perfect that song to end the show. Yeah, yeah. That's and so we did great. say this episode was named Felina, which was a uh, anagram of finale. Which is also a song by uh, uh, Marty Robbins called Felina, uh, which some people thought You're might a have big been Marty Robbins fan. I am Marty Robbins might have been a big spoiler. People thought it might be a big spoiler for uh, this episode, but it turns out it wasn't. Other it's than funny. other than death, wasn't Osmantius uh, or whatever that was? And that pretty big spoiler for what that episode's about? I guess. I mean, Osmantius. If, if you're gonna say that's a spoiler, well, I, mean, it's I thought about it, a fallen, a, like a fallen king. Well, I think in, in Felina, 
the song, the wife ends up killing the husband and then killing herself. And people thought yeah. maybe Skylar was going to uh, kill him and then kill I'm glad herself. That didn't happen. There's that a, a friend I have up at work has watched the first Pal. two episodes of the show. Yeah. Now, she told me she watched the second one last night. She said, she said the day after that, she'd only watched the first one at that point. She said the day after, she was in, on the, in the car on the way to work, and on the radio they said, basically, that he dies. Yeah. And she got to work, and she was like, well, thanks for ruining it for me. And I was like, trust me when I say it doesn't ruin a thing. You know this dude is going to die at some point. I yeah. mean, you just, it, all through the series, It's you the natural know. conclusion. Yeah. And trust me when I say the journey to how you get to that point oh. is worth every the second of the television. The question was always how he was going to die. And yeah, absolutely. That he would. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been, been weird if they just let him, like you you pretend that, or you imagine that the cancer gets him at some point, but they don't actually kill him within the context of the show. Yeah. yeah. That would have been weird. It would have yeah. been. It depends on how they did it. it been okay. I never expected him to get away with it. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm personally I'm glad that didn't happen. That he got away with it. I'm glad. I'm really. I'm it really, came to a natural. Conclusion. I feel like they closed everything very well within the yeah. context of the episode, and in the end, he did what he set out to do as far as yes. providing for his and family he regained in the long run. Some of that hate that they that they had created within all the fans for Walter. Not I guess not all the it's fans. It's so funny. But, I can't yeah. believe anybody hated him. Like I, he was. It was the show was such a great perspective of hating him and then he does something that makes you go well what the fuck he's just normal just trying to make to survive well i to- i i i didn't i don't know i he redeemed himself a lot he redeemed a lot. yes he found a lot of redemption in the end and yeah. i'm glad i like the way they did that and i'm glad they didn't go for the ambiguous ending and I, i'm glad they didn't go i'm glad walter didn't get away and i'm glad that jesse got away personally yeah i would have understood it again as we said this before i would have understood if jesse had died sure but i'm glad that he but got i'm away. happy with the way it ended absolutely i am too so I said this to my brother the other day, and he was like, "Well, that's interesting. I yeah, didn't be. think <laughs> that uh, that I didn't think about that at all. Should be interesting." So I think the last I think he went to the compound with the full intent of killing Jesse and everybody there. Like the gun was for the whole arguing to get Jesse in the room was to get everybody there. When he told Skyler they wouldn't be a problem anymore, he meant he was going to kill everybody that knew anything about it. Yeah. And that he fully meant to go down in the gunfire in that room at the same time. And then when Jesse walked in... In chains? Yes. And he yeah, looked I'm, at him. There's this... There's this, And I want to rewatch it again to make sure. There's this look on his face that just... And man, I tell you what. No season in the history of TV that I can remember has ever been so dedicated to the facial expression acting. It's amazing. Mad like, Men does a pretty good job of that. It's unreal. Yeah, they do. Oh, are, I haven't seen that. Mad so Men is a lot, that, is a lot but. more um, subtle about things. So a lot of what goes unsaid in uh, throughout the series, uh, a lot of times goes unsaid, and it's just in the facial expressions. They're really good at it, too. Anyway, I feel like, uh, obviously, there's no way to prove it, but I feel like he went there with the intention of killing everybody and himself point. with the gun in that moment. And then when he saw Jesse, he was yeah. just like can't do it yeah can't i never i never thought i mean he had obviously i never thought he had uh intended to save <laughs> Jesse either uh but i agree it's that moment when he walked in obviously jesse was a slave and had been i know, feel like he actually he felt the moment of sympathy he said things to trigger the situation but i feel like he actually did kind of think that jesse was in a better position like he was not a yeah. slave to them right, essentially right. so yeah yeah you could yeah i agree i, I mean agree. you there's it's no way of possible. proving that. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, you can see, I can see but it going that's how away. I came away from that. Yes, was just, I can see that as well. Anyway. How do you I don't, normally? Huh? What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. So, if you look back at the entirety of season we'll five, not, not just okay. what they're calling the final season, I'm gonna, I, you know, choosing to look at, at it as a whole, both halves, I'm not sure there is so far um, been a more thorough 
we can we're going to talk about series finales in the next segment, but a more thorough, complete, just for the a hole, well paced season than this than Breaking Bad season five. It is so tightly paced and then so last well season, plotted. Yeah, it's really I, hard. I'm not really prepared to answer that question. That's really, I know it's really hard. I don't to, necessarily agree with that because I think the first half, having watched it fairly recently, because I kind of wanted to prepare for this second half. Yeah, there was some stuff that was kind of. Yeah, like the big magnet thing they did with the cops and all that. I thought that was kind of like that's okay. And there's there's just some stuff that wasn't as good as it was. Was that in the this second season? Half. Yeah, because Gus is dead four. at that point. God, I didn't even realize that. Gus is dead. They're trying to get his laptop. So maybe I need to go rewatch it. That whole episode is stupid. Yeah, so like, that's what I'm saying. They pull that whole thing off. The fucking thing falls over, and to me, that's they get one away of my from least favorite it. episodes of yeah, the that's series. A, that's to be a honest. dumb episode, and that's in this last mm. this last season. So yeah, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, there's just some stuff in that one that's. I think the first time you're not wrong to have of, an opinion. Let's no, just I know, get that but straight. I just think there's more obvious and not as great episodes in that first half. Now this last eight, or yeah. whatever it's yeah. been, I would totally agree. It's Obviously, been awesome. as I ask, that was in the season. Yeah. I don't remember the first half yeah. that well. Right, that was the first or second episode from the first half. It seems like the last season, to be honest with you. So yeah. because of the way they split yeah, it up. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, so will you guys be uh, spending? The $205 to get the Breaking Bad complete series? It depends on when it comes out. I would love to do that it's just before Thanksgiving. sweet, awesome thing that I probably can't buy. Yeah, well, I'm sure. fucking broke I'm, right now. Thomas is, that's true. Hilarious. That's a good point. It's not hilarious. It's fact. At some point, I will, because that is definitely a series I'll watch over and over I'm totally again. ready to rewatch it, like, now. <laughs> no, go to Netflix. Do it right now. I know. I could, I'm just saying. I, I really want to. I'm going to hold off for a little bit. But Just saying. If you want to watch it now, do it. I know. Thank Why you. are you holding off? Because I've got other TV to watch. i got S.H.I.E.L.D., which you refuse to watch. Why do you refuse to watch I'm not. Shields? I need to start Why do you refuse to finish under? Six Feet Under? That's not entirely up to me. Well, if you've been watching Parenthood, then you can watch that. Okay. Parenthood's pretty awesome, though. I'm not caught up in Parenthood either yet, so. Okay, well. So everybody dies. Yeah, they're alternative Walter robots. White takes them all out <laughs> with a crazily... Uh, Peter Krause's character gets shot in the gut. <laughs> he looks at his wife and is like, well... The cancer's going to take you out, so I'll just leave you be for now. That's crazy, dude. It goes really nuclear. It's really weird. Yeah. It goes super nuclear. Nuclear. Nu- in this nuclear. One. Nuclear. nuclear. Anyway. <laughs> All so, right. Well, uh, any other thoughts about the uh, series finale? Are you going to give it some thumbs or anything? Or? I give it 55,000 thumbs up. Yeah, we'll talk about grades in the next episode, but or in the next <laughs> next segment. But, yeah, I mean, it is definitely one of the best finales I've ever seen. Bumping without even thinking about it. Yeah. It was crazy good. It's awesome. I got a bumper. Let's go. <laughs> no thumbs up? I said it's awesome. Thumbs up. All right. Well, you have to give the official thumb rating. You're listening to The Bright Room. It's a long-running softcore porn series. Ah. 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 I think it's French. Find us at myspace.com slash The Bright Room. Ah. Ah. Uh-huh. Or popsyndicate.net. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. The breath of the morning, I keep forgetting the smell of the warm summer air. I live in a town. I never thought I'd like it. Then one night I was working late, needed a cup of coffee, no milk around, just coffee made. I knew plenty of guys around the office used it all the time, so I gave it a shot. You know, it makes coffee taste creamy, rich, the whole bit. 
Now I know why those guys like coffee made instead of milk. Makes coffee taste great. And I never believed it. Coffee made from Carnation. Don't doubt it. Try it. The Hobo Shack is the greatest podcast the internet has ever seen. If you haven't checked it out yet, here's what you've been missing. I hear your heart beat to the beat of the drums. It's so adorable how old people are so racist. Paraguay was nearly decimated as a country. Homophobes are secretly gay, right? Yes. By that logic, is my sister secretly an orphan? Well, I mean, we all need a good beat every now and then. I've actually been developing a world conquest plan for at least the last 15 years. You yep. can use Vaseline for other things. Yeah, <laughs> like butthole stuff. <laughs> I had a prosthetic leg. I'd use it like my wallet anyway. Thank you so much. And I winked, and as I'm on my way out, I turned back and I said, it's for the baby. That was your birthday present. I did not. You take it back. I've never had a connection with God. You raping babies or whatever the case may be. That man either needs to beat you or rape you because you're too mouthy for me. Your new dope could be poo and it's free. Yeah. Oh. You make your own. I don't even understand what the fuck that was supposed to be. I, I assume it's supposed to be a child, but that thing is awful. My 83-year-old grandmother once told me that gays are worse than rotten meat. An orc from Lord of the Rings. But there's a certain uh, sexual quality to it. A system of disciplinary haircuts. Where did you hear that language from, young man? We're bringing back the swastika. The kids don't even know what it is anymore. They'll be like, ah, oh, what's this crazy spider-looking thing? Fuck it, I love it. It's crazy. All right, great. I worked on a farm doing tobacco. And you guys would just jack each other off. <laughs> we we, we jack each other off. <laughs> I haven't laughed so hard in so fucking long. Go to thehoboshack.com or popsyndicate.net for more information. Download the Hobo Shack app for both iPhone and Android phones and subscribe now on iTunes. Richard, we said no parties. But Mom, it wasn't a party. It was a fiesta! Dad. What do you want on your tombstone? Oh, uh, chicken with fajita seasoning would be awesome. They make that? Now get the taste of Mexico on a pizza. Introducing four new Mexican-style pizzas from Tombstone. What do you want on your tombstone? We are back to the sexy time break room. Be like Palma and call us maybe. 469-665-9827. All tomorrow. What? I said, go back and listen to all 10 episodes. I only did one this week. I mean, the last ten. Listen to them all tomorrow. So here's my number. But I just met you. So, Dustin Senior, Breaking Bad, and All Rapist, please take uh, it away. Since you love that one so much, why don't you pub the band that does that? I, if I could remember what that is, I would oh, let you know. Uh, well. Obviously, they're not Chris Cornell, so fail. <laughs> they're not Chris Cornell, so you won't travel to different parts of the right. continent just to watch them. <laughs> right. Well, given that Breaking Bad uh, finished, you know what? This last Sunday, it did. 
I think. You might uh, want to go back and listen to the last uh, section. I think we talked about that in the uh, last segment. That's weird. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Replay that entire segment okay. right now. That never gets old. Go ahead. For Fatty Bacon. <laughs> anyway. Coming next week on The Break Room. <laughs> Maybe. We need to analyze all of that. Anyway. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. 16 we need to go best play worst by play. Uh, TV series finales. I found a list of that. Considering, obviously. Go through the worst <laughs> first. Obviously, Breaking Bad is going to be ranked uh, somewhere in the best finales. Everyone's going to argue that it's, you know, in the top. Who so, did this again? Uh, this was by IndieWire.com. Uh, that sounds like a bullshit site. IndieWire. <clears throat> did, did they bring us anything else? Like, did they do show reviews wiring. and stuff? So let's start the list. Out I have no idea. Well, how the fuck did you get? You just Google this? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so let's Sweet. start the list. At least you went with the most reliable source. I did. Well, there's also actually one on here that is... Uh, they, so, IndieWire. Yeah. Is this a group this of people that are talking that voted on this? It's just one guy. So I don't know if he got We can already say the list, list is bullshit because sure. there's no real backing behind this other than one dude's opinion. Right, but this I mean... That's bullshit. fine. Look, a best and worst list fine. is all going to be based on opinion anyway. Yeah, except, Ten, no, nine, that's not true, though. Eight, yeah, eight, yes, opinion. Seven, but yeah. if you have a thousand five, people four. giving an opinion and that's what you base the list off, that's completely different than one guy saying, these sure. are the best and these are the worst, because that right. is extremely subjective. <laughs> I have no idea Come if on. it was just this guy or if this guy... I'm guessing they didn't take a good surveying. That's this what I'm saying. A people. survey of this stuff is complete is a lot more I'm accurate. I'm going to say it's just this guy. Who's the guy that played... Okay. <laughs> well, before I start the uh, worst nice list, I can, ahead, there. Uh, I can go ahead and start with one they actually call the Great Divider. Uh, so it's kind of a middle ground one. Okay. And the Great Divider the- that they list is the Sopranos finale. Uh, I wouldn't argue that at all. I would say that that is a Great Divider. We won't give episode. details because Tom hasn't seen it yet. Appreciate but, that. Right. But really is it a Great Divider? It. Yes. And I even have got, I have waxed and waned on that look, finale. I've never too. even watched it, and I know that it's a Great Divider. Yeah. <laughs> so where does he put it, best or worst? Uh, well, he doesn't actually specify. He just oh, says okay. this is something that people debate list. all the time. Yeah, yeah. all the time. Amen, I mean, I people think. do it all the time. They try. Y- sure. You guys were kind of doing it after we watched. Though, obviously, if we didn't talk about it in the last episode or last uh, segment, we all got together with a bunch of group of people and uh, watched Breaking Bad. Which seriously, that's the only way to do finales like that. Shows that as long as it's a good group of people. Important. Sure. Obviously, Dexter was not important at yeah. all. Oh no, <laughs> for us watch to do that. that. But at least the three of us and the significant others involved, like when there's a show that we're all into that much, like The Shield, like yeah. Scrubs we did to name a not drama one, uh, it's it's so much more fun to do it that way. Yeah, yeah It seems dorky to do that from week yourself, to week. But... That's completely <clears throat> well, stupid. Yeah. But for like a big finale like that, it's the best way to do it, to enjoy it with people that you know enjoy it everybody as mm-hmm. much as you. Anyway. And people that respect the show won't be, like, talking over it the entire time. Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be sure. with a bunch of dickheads. Right. Sure. That would suck. Why are you being uh, a dickhead? Exactly. Uh, well, this is well, so you, on the worst list. Okay, cool. This is one that, uh, again, this is 10 to 1. Thomas cannot uh, participate in. There'll be some that I can't participate in that you guys can as well. Is this the best worst to least Cock worst? and balls. <laughs> they didn't actually... It's not like a 10 to 1 list. Or oh, okay. They just, just list them a list as, of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the first one that they list here is uh, Lost. Very divisive um, finale. Isn't that a divisive one, too? That's also divisive. I would say it slants more towards the negative than the positive. Though. Well, you can pretty much talk about it because I know about the ending. Okay. Yeah, I do. mean, I know the revelation in the ending. So They basically summarize it as the, the entire final season of Lost took place in a sideways timeline, which major events and characters were drastically rewritten. That's their claim. And uh, was largely a miss weighted down by the series' clunky, ever-expanding mythology. 
Uh, I wouldn't necessarily argue that point. I think that this last, the last season of Lost is overall by far my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I think they did a lot Over of... season two? Season two is a piece of shit. Or season three. Uh, season two was good. Which, no, the countdowns what, and everything, that was a good season. Whichever the one where the episode where Jack goes to Thailand and gets his tattoo, that, that, that was That part a, of season three that was, was bad, a sh- that, but they ended up being okay by the end. Yeah, I, have, well, I need um, to rewatch it. I'm still in season one again, but... Okay, well... But there were a lot of shitty episodes it? for that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But um, just the way that they... Everything seemed to kind of slim down and... They decided to try to define a couple of things that were happening in the series, and some of those descriptions were okay in my opinion. Some of them were kind of lame, and then the whole ending was kind of, to me, it was the simplest way out. Not that it was a bad ending that didn't make sense, yeah. But to me, a lot of, in a lot of ways, it was a, after asking so many intriguing, cool questions through the series, yeah. To end it that way seemed kind of lame to me, but I don't hate it. I don't know that it's one of the worst finales ever. I feel but like I, that's the overall thought from people that I've talked to is that they don't hate it, but yeah. they just feel like it was cheap and it, was, it was not really as cheap. good. Which is yeah. funny because J.J. Abrams has come out and said, you know, this is the ending I wrote for the thing in the beginning. Like he wrote they, the first episode and then I don't think wrote another, like was the writer for anything else other than really? the last episode. That's the one he wrote for the last one. Okay. Yeah. I mean... I, that's that's the goal he had in mind all together, which is interesting because it's so divisive. Well, it's interesting. Uh, Damon Lindelof said this week after the Breaking Bad finale, he's going to give up now on trying to explain and defend the lost finale. He's like, I'm giving up. He's like, Walter, Walter White is dead, and so is my hopes for ever explaining this and, and making peace with you guys in this finale. Damon Lindelof being one of the primary writers and executive producers on the show. So... Gotcha. I don't know. I I liked the first, the last episode. I was fine with it. It wasn't my favorite. I, I thought it could have been better. You don't think that was a little simplistic compared to what it could have been um, with the grand questions? No, it definitely needed to answer more questions for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of expected the way it ended. I kind of expected it to happen that way. I just expected them to answer more questions. Yeah, that would have so been good. My right can is out. Huh, okay, well, <laughs> I'm sorry about your can. It's weird. Moving along to the uh, next one on the list here, uh, Marcus is going to have to take this one solo <clears throat> because the second one on the list is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, and uh, basically, to give them to say what they said here, I know Thomas doesn't care if there's a spoiler in here on this one. Really. Uh, it basically said, for some reason, writer-director creator Joss Whedon, in his infinite wisdom, this is their words, chose to close the story of Buffy Summers in the most annoyingly grandiose fashion imaginable, complete with an army of undead beasties that looked like something out of a deleted scene from Lord of the Rings. The resulting mayhem had a requisite number of heartbreaking character deaths, but failed to ever be all that gripping. That's their claim. Uh, well, it's been a long time since. I haven't seen it since it aired. So, that was May 3rd, wow. 2003. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hard fan then, are you? Well, it's one of those things is like, okay, it's... It's over, and I think at the time, other stuff was... There's still Angel going on, and right. I don't know. I just I just haven't gone back. I tried to go back and rewatch the series, and I, for reason, I get interrupted by something else. And so, um, I haven't and seen it since that day, but uh, I am a fan. But I also don't remember at the time having a problem with it at all. They closed out the series in a very effective way. I wouldn't list it on my favorite list, either. Sure. But I wouldn't definitely wouldn't say it's the worst, either. It's in, in its mid-range finale. Mid-range. Could have been better. Yeah. Could have been a lot worse, but definitely not the worst. You think Lost was better? No, I don't. I think okay. I think Buffy was better because it was more complete. Okay, all right. It it, it it did a better job of wrapping up those loose ends. But I mean, and still leaving room. Like, that tells me where it lies for you. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Well, the next finale. Uh, 
next finale is Seinfeld. And, uh, you know, we don't have to go through what they actually did in the finale. Because yeah. I, know, I know you know. I know I know. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it was... I understand conceptually what they were doing with the finale of Seinfeld, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was pretty lame. Didn't the way work. that they ended it with them all in jail—that mm-hmm. was like that was the stupidest ending. Yeah, yeah, it really of a was. Sitcom I've seen actually, especially one that maybe it's not the stupidest sitcom ending ever, but it's definitely for one that was a caliber of Seinfeld over the run. Yeah, it was a really, really weak, really weak finale. Honestly, I think they should have played it like any other episode. Like it should have been. I do too. Perhaps a little more exact. Perhaps longer. Maybe sure. an hour long. Uh, you know, perhaps uh, Elaine gets married to, or something like something like that. But they, the whole jail and bringing everybody back and all that, it should have concentrated just on the core cast, right? You know, it should have been like every other episode, Not perhaps with putty added or have all the uh, character witnesses they had yeah. and all that bullshit. It was just really it was too grandiose. It was just like a thing to try to bring everybody back. Much like in the show, much like Herbie Enthusiasm's one time series finale that then they then came made another season, <laughs> right? That also was shitty. So I think Larry David has a real problem with. Uh, Series finales. Finales? Yeah. I would agree with that. Not season finales, just series finales. Yeah, series finales. His series finale at the time was horrible for Curb. Right. So hopefully the next time he does another series finale for that show, if it ever comes back, hopefully it's a lot better. Well, it probably will, but yeah. Okay. uh, This one you guys are going to have to uh, take and run with if you guys have both seen this. Uh, The next one they list is Alias. I don't don't remember the series finale for Alias. It was terrible. This might have been the first indication that J.J. Abrams was very talented when it came to setting up a mystery, but may, maybe lacked the necessary skills to conclude said mystery in a satisfying manner. Yeah, I'll Ailey's go, got pretty out of control. I'll go, yeah. I'll go the next step and say that the last season was really troubling. Well, that was that was ways. the one when Jennifer Garner was only there about halftime, right? And it was her well, sister. She was there, but it was her sister most of the time, right? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't most of the time. I thought but it was. they kind of went I'm like, "You care if I spoil this?" Not in the least. You know, in the first couple seasons, the Rimbaldi thing was really, really prevalent. And then it kind of died down in the next couple seasons. And I felt like that's when they got better. Like, the evolution of the show was to go away from that mystical Rimbaldi shit. Mm-hmm. And then in th- the fifth season, which I believe is the last one, uh, it went, like, ridiculous. Like, everything was Rimbaldi, yeah. and everything was about that. And then the thing got really insane, and there ended up being, like, zombie-esque people. And mm. it was really stupid. It was really terrible. Like, this show is still, I think, very much worth watching. It's a great show. Which most people say, even if they didn't like Lost, like, the show is very much worth watching. Mm-hmm. But... You know, don't judge it by the final season and or the finale of the show because it's just not. If you're good. referring to yourself, you're an idiot. How is that relevant in this moment? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I understand that totally. Yeah, they're they're talking about the Rimbaldi artifact and saying. Can we that, get to uh, the topic? It sucks because in the first couple seasons, that's kind of prevalent. Yeah. And then in the third and fourth season, I believe it is not anywhere near so much, and the show kind of evolves past that, which I really liked. It said it's Sloan. Still, it's still there occasionally. Sloan's one of the main characters. Is looking time. for the Rimbaldi artifact yes. to live forever. Basically, always has been. Yeah, and it just it just went stupid. It just got and their uh, crazy. Their quote was to which everyone watching since season one would probably snort. Duh, <laughs> that's what he was trying to do. I mean, yes, it's <laughs> okay. not a surprise. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, it was not good. I was really disappointed because I got hooked on that show when it was on the air. And then somehow lost touch with it, and then went back and watched it later, and went, "Come on!" Because you broke up with your girlfriend, I think. Yeah, she got me into it. Yeah, bitch. I didn't break up with her. She broke up with <laughs> no, me. Oh, was that okay? I'm whatever. Super thankful about that now, but yeah. how do you, <laughs> motherfucker? She broke up with me. 
And the rest of the uh, finale list here, um, we probably should go over the best ones because they kind of do a mixed bag of good mm-hmm. and bad. All right, well, let's go over so, the good ones then. Yeah, let's go back to the good ones here. Is Breaking Bad on this list? Is this encompassing yes, Breaking Bad? or is he's this... already said that. Did he say that? I don't know if he said that on the show. I was asking questions for the purpose. He of said the show. it on the show. All right. Well, did you say it on the show? Good thing you're paying attention, Tom. Dustin. No, it doesn't list it here. Actually, whoever you are, they're comparing. It it's, it's based on the Breaking Bad finale being good, right? And then saying I thought these you are said other it was good on the list. Well, it's saying these are the other comparables okay. or ones that aren't as good. Can we get to the topic, please? Like I said, it's not a one to five <laughs> list or five to one list or anything like that. Both of you are assholes. <laughs> Just playing constant me doesn't really. <laughs> they're relevant. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I kind of like one of their comments here that they put um, that Breaking Bad is the best TV show I've ever seen. has to be qualified with the except maybe The Wire because I've personally said that myself. And that is the first one that they list is that they talk about The Wire being, uh, you know, one of the best finales of all time. They say that the fifth season was a little bit weak. Disagree. But overall that the get this. final episode they just don't get it. closed everything up nicely. They did such a great, man... It's such. It's funny because <clears throat> when they went away from Avon Barksdale as the main bad guy, I kind of was like, "This show's going to suck more." But then they made uh, what's the dude's name? What's the guy who pretty much took over Avon Barksdale's uh, empire? I am Bill O'Reilly. Thank you. It's not Bill O'Reilly. Tell me what I just said. Hello, Americans. No. This is Paul. Hunter. I mean, oh, you talking about the other guy? Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't I'm he was right now. He was a good bad guy too. So I yeah, mean, he was. Uh, they did. I just don't understand that. Obviously, we talked about this earlier. Like the thought process is out there. Hi, the fifth season was way weaker. Yeah, I don't get that either. I just don't get it. I liked it all the way through. It was a. It was a great final chapter to that entire. I story. I thought it was too. I mean, he would planned out every season from the beginning of how every season was going to be a different chapter in the, in the life of the I city. Thought it was great. Let's see what it, uh, uh, I don't think it's the what Indie Wire says here. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. In- instead, in the feature-length final episode, we got an intelligent, understanded, or understated ending, one that played to great strength of the episodic TV, of episodic TV, and to the great, great strength of this particular show. The sense, sense that the situations and characters were real and alive outside of those sixty-minute glimpses that we all devoured so avidly. I would agree with that. That's my favorite part of the Wire mm-hmm. is that it's so realistic. You know, I mean, Breaking Bad has some things that, you know, every now and again, you're like, okay, things had to kind of line up. But there were plenty of things within it that were ridiculous. In The Wire? No, no, no. talking about no, Breaking no. Bad, yeah. In Breaking Bad. In The yeah. Wire, though, it doesn't seem like, I mean, people got away. It was never unrealistic, You know, yeah. some things got solved, some things didn't, and it was very realistic the way that they did all that, and I, I've never seen a show do that. <laughs> I do understand why there would be some people that aren't into it as much, because sure. in general, the show is a much slower burn than any of the shows that it would be put up against, really. Right. But to like the first four seasons and then be like the fifth season is weaker, I just don't understand that thought process at all. And I, have you ever seen a show that went from one main cast to another main cast to another main cast every every season? I've never seen it like that. I still and feel if, like the main cast was generally the same. There was Minolte a... was barely was even in a, season four. Or the school season. He was like a beat cop that was barely there a few episodes. I True. Mean, to do that with your main character for the first few episodes or first season. That's definitely different. I've never seen that before. To produce the main act, the main main star. But I still it. feel like the main group of characters were pretty much there most of the time. I feel like the main police chief or whatever from season three yes. was a background character in four yes. or two or whichever it, it was. was very constantly moving like the, the main went cast the was evolving yeah. we didn't even see those people barely again you know okay. it's just but that's not the main cast though that's the supporting cast for that season that's different 
Uh, I'm just saying. I understand the, what you're saying with McNulty, yeah. but the main characters are the main characters pretty much throughout. I and guess. then they have a supporting cast for each season, pretty much. I guess. Just the, the totally changing everybody up and making other supporting cast members who yeah. are so in the background. Never so seen anything like that before, no. Yeah, I just think I did a really good just job of that. Give us the comment. <laughs> so, so, getting next off up. your wire ejaculation over there. Yeah. Next. Well, you were ejaculating as well. We were doing <laughs> that together. Okay. Next up is uh, Six Feet Under, which I'm the only one that's seen that one, so I can All the way tell through. you that. Uh, well, I'm the only one that's seen okay. the finale. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you that that is uh, one of the most emotional I, I will finales say of all that, time. I will say that Dustin and I went to, <laughs> for some reason, on the way to see Wolverine. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about the greatest dramas ever. And he said the words to me that I was like, holy crap, i got to watch that. He said to me, and this is a dude who has no emotional bone True. in his body whatsoever. He's a robot. You know him. Right. He said to me that the finale of, of Six Feet Under made him cry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It did. It was I must definitely be gonna, one of the most I must emotional. be going to like ball through the whole show the whole time, because this guy is not emotional at all. Out. You know what I mean. I've just never seen anything do the concept that they did at the very end of that show, and um, they executed it quite well. It also shows that Michael C. Hall can be involved in really good finales. Yeah. Okay. Given the right writer. Can we really blame him for no. what Dexter ended up as? That's not really fair to him. I mean, he's... Obviously, pot committed. <laughs> what can yeah. he do? Walk off? Yeah. True. I mean, after season four, the guy's got to be thinking, I'm in one of the best dramas ever. I right. Mean, come on. He probably did think that at that point. <clears throat> yeah. And he was already in one of the best dramas ever. So True. He had a really good career going after season four. Sure. Dexter. So, anyway, I would highly recommend that series, obviously, to anyone. Uh, Mark, you can attest to some of the series that you've seen so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great you show. You seem to enjoy First it so two far. Episodes. I'm about... Uh, three fourths of the way through, I guess. I'm through to see midway through season four, I think. Yeah, there's only five. So. Okay. Yeah. I actually ha- own own Pow. the episodes now, so I need to just... own own with great great well, air quotes. I am yeah. a I am burning through Homeland right now. So as soon as I get done with that, there's just so many on the list. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like Game of Thrones needs to make its way in there, and Sopranos. At some That's what we'll be covering say... the show. Uh, yeah. I mean, when it comes, that's a wise way, though, before it comes yeah. back. Yeah. I would definitely go through Six Feet Under first. I think it's a much better overall What's we're going to cover on the show? Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. We're going to cover... Well, Walking Dead, I'm up on. Yeah, but Game of Thrones doesn't come back until next year, so... Worry <clears> about well, right they, they justify, and that comes back next year. Oh, that's true. Justified as well. we got a lot of TV to cover, guys. Justified anyway. So and amazing. every episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., all 22 episodes. Anyway, 50,000 <laughs> thumbs up for uh, Six Feet Under and its finale. Okay, we're not, we're not ranking things right now. So I, I totally agree. You've with only gone through two of the good ones yet, right? Next up uh, is another one that Mark and I have seen, and you uh, adamantly hate, and that's going to be Angel. I don't adamantly hate it. It's not fair. It's a great show. The entire the entire final season of Josh Wheaton's brilliant, deeply Joss, underrated Joss. What the uh, fuck's wrong with you? Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff Angel felt like it was running on borrowed time, even with a fresh transfusion of creative genius. I don't know if I agree with that, but. I didn't feel like that at all. I felt like the, I felt uh, like they had escalated things. I felt like they were concerned the whole time because CW or whoever was going to cancel them, yeah. whatever it was, WB at the time. WB at the time. Um, they probably could have gone another year. Oh, yeah. They, they needed one more year to really wrap things up effectively. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but, um, I don't have a problem with that. I don't know if it's one of the best finales of all time, but no, I, I, I think it was good. I think it was good. Uh, it was definitely ambiguous, which was frustrating. Very uh, ambiguous. But it was still less ambiguous than The Sopranos. You didn't know if he was an angel at the end? <laughs> he was never an angel. Oh, my God! <laughs> uh, it was... False advertising. 
in a way, it was a frustrating ending, but I also understood what he was trying, the message he was trying to send. Right. Like, he was trying to send a message, whereas I felt like David Chase was not trying to send a message with The Sopranos. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So. I mean, I, I get The Sopranos ending, too. I get it, but, but yeah, it wasn't trying to send a message. No, Angel, Angel's message was, they continue to fight despite this. Right. Like, they keep fighting on regardless, and they will keep continue to fight. Deep. It is, it is deep. But you I, watch, lo- you I thought Angel's entire run. Uh, you know, look. I just hate it while you're working out. Yeah, Angel had its ups and downs for sure. Had some really weak points. Had some really <laughs> strong points, but but had some great moments too that I think a lot of people seem to hate for some reason. Like the whole Muppet episode. I thought that was oh, awesome. that episode was awesome. Yeah, that I've seen hilarious. episodes here and there, yeah. and the acting in it is fucking terrible. I would disagree with that. Fucking terrible. If you want to say the effects are terrible, especially sure, but Charisma it's the, Carpenter. It's the WB. Yeah, the effects, okay, fine. Yeah, effects were not great. Yeah. There would be B movie, but they didn't have much of a budget either. Exactly, that's kind of my thought. Okay, uh, and th- you know they unfortunately they had uh, you know they had a problem in their first season of they lost Glenn Quinn, who was you know supposed to be this one of the main characters. He had a drug overdose and died, so they kind of had to pivot <gasps> midway through season one. Wow! And uh, well, that happened in it, real life. It, yeah, it happened in real life, and it oh, kind of changed the direction of the show. Um, so they had to kind of change things around, um, and. Uh, Anyways, I and unfortunately, like Glenn Quinn's, you know, final episode because he was kind of being forced out because of his addiction was one of their strongest episodes. It was awesome. He was such yeah. a good actor, such a good actor. So, did the Billy Idol dude with the spiky hair from uh, Buffy exist in this universe too? He did in the same universe. Yes. Spike, yes. He was in the final it season. It is the same Spike. universe. Spike, yeah. awesome. Except he was a ghost in the final season. Oh, okay, cool. Would you shut up? Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> Mr. Lover of Electra and Taxi. <laughs> I've never seen either of those movies, for the love of Christ. And yet you love them. And yet you watch them all the time. And le- you say that I love them. And you say that you love them. I, and that's never and come from my Hitch mouth. you said Hitch is the best comedy of all time. <laughs> I think that movie's funny. At least I've seen that and like that movie. You like them all. Okay, moving along. Uh, I think we can go wet, uh, past this one pretty quick, because I know none of us have seen it. Uh, Friday Night Lights. I've seen so that. No, you haven't. Actually, my brother said I should watch it. He said it's really good. It's by the same guy who did Parenthood, so that makes it yeah, interesting Yeah, I've heard it's great. I haven't... None of you... None, man, none of us have, have seen that. I haven't that. seen no. one episode It's supposed of to be really, really good. It's about West Texas football, so we should be watching it. Look, yeah. the, the truth of the matter is, when that came out, I went, I already saw the movie. I know what happens. <laughs> I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> I haven't even seen the movie, so... You haven't How? seen the movie? No. God. It's the only movie in what's the main character's name who's Billy also Balford. in uh, F- Fast and Furious, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Billy Bob Thornton? No, you know who I'm talking about. Blonde Merkin? The dude who has the terrible accent. Kyle McLaughlin? He's on Tokyo Drift, dude. You've known, you, we've Diesel. talked about this guy before. Lucas Black? Paul Walker? Yes, that guy. Paul Walker. It's the one time where his accent actually fits into yeah. the concept of the movie. But anyway, Paul Walker. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, this one I don't it. know if you guys have seen. Uh, I haven't. Uh, the next one is Twin Peaks. Mm. Have you guys completed I that I didn't finish not, Twin Peaks. I, I have not seen one episode of that show. The first season is really good. And yeah. we started the second season and made it about Does it have four. to do with the restaurant chain? Yes, exactly. <laughs> we it's made it. About, in. It's all about boobs. <laughs> I think we made it about five episodes in. And we were just like, what the hell is going on? Like, this show is... Is uh, being convoluted the same company just to be convoluted. One Tree Hill. Yeah, exactly. This is the sequel to Twin Peaks. One Tree. <laughs> right. Uh, no, it just it got it got so loopy and so. It's my understanding. Deviated far from its original mystery that it made no no sense anymore. Right. I actually don't even know what the fuck that's about. 
Well, initially, it's about this girl, Laura Palmer, that dies and uh, in some sort of satanic-like, cult-like ritual, supposedly. And so an FBI agent comes to investigate and discovers a, there's a whole big, weird conspiracy behind it. And so he's trying to unravel the mystery. And it's very noir-like. And, and, what uh, does the Twin Peaks have to do with it's the, the name town. of the the name of the town is Twin Peaks, yeah. oh. and there's two mountains in the town, and yeah, on the distance. Do they so. erupt into a volcano at some point? Uh, yes, and, and Tommy Lee Jones, a has volcano of, of milk. <laughs> That's weird. Just like Gary Hole did yesterday. Right. Exactly, milk. All right. Thanks Moving for on. relating it to me in terms <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, asshole. Not a problem. God. Next anyway. up is a uh, series that I have watched a lot of, but I did not finish the. Uh, I didn't watch the finale, and that's Thirty Rock. God damn! I uh, was. All of these things I re- are things I haven't seen. I know I've seen the series finale of 30 Rock, but I don't remember anything about it other than they returned to their planet. I, I think oh, Dick, the, 30 Rock. I, I was think, thinking... I think, not Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, I was thinking... Rock. Dear God, oh, I was thinking dude. Third Rock. <laughs> a, I was like, I'm really lost right now. I was thinking Third Rock. Okay. I was like, Dick Solomon return, stays behind and... Okay, I was like, I, Tana Fey goes uh, back to her planet. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Actually, 30 not. Rock. You know what? I still have not. I watched that entire series, yeah. and I kept putting off seeing the finale for Thirty Rock uh, because I was, you know, kind of upset about it. And I still have not seen it. I actually have not even seen. Didn't even know that show was over. To be I honest, love that show. You. It's a great show. Back in January, apparently. Yeah, I, but, I need uh, to watch it finally. Awesome show. I'll probably say it's probably going to be good. But it's, I haven't seen it. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it yeah. is. I've been jaded towards it. I haven't seen it yet. I should see it at some point. Not enough like Taxi for you. No, Studio 60 premiered about the same time that did, and it failed, and it shouldn't have. It's too much like Taxi. <laughs> well, if it was yeah. like Taxi, Aaron Sorkin <laughs> writes a lot of taxi dramas on television. He writes everything with Queen Latifah. It was more, it was more like Electra. She was not in it, believe it or not, in your make-believe That's bullshit. why I failed, because you didn't watch it. Because Queen Latifah wasn't in it? <laughs> Uh, the next one on the list, I haven't seen an episode of. This is the one that I would have thought Zed being here would be good because he always raves about this. Or to my Zed understanding, pleasure. it is uh, Enlightened, which is an HBO show. No clue. That's over. Apparently, I thought that was still going. I haven't seen that either. I heard it was good though. What is that? It's uh, Laura Dern. Uh, I know she's in it. Yeah, and that's about all I know Ooh, about Jurassic it. Park. Yes, it's Jurassic Park, the TV series. That's all I know about it. It's got Laura I Dern. I really don't know much about it. Don't I didn't even know Laura awesome. Dern was still alive. And then, God, what do you think she would show? die? She's not that old. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, next on the list is a show I'm pretty sure you've watched, okay. and I kind of remember watching it, but I don't remember the finale. Walker, Texas Ranger, Freaks and Geeks. That was a good show. Yeah, I mean, Heard look, a lot of only, good things about it. I don't remember. I don't remember it. It only got 13 episodes, so it's hard to say that. You can't really call it a series finale. I mean, it's... It was. I know I know it was technically, yes. I'm just saying. Are you being serious right now? This show had 13 episodes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's stupid. It's a Judd Apatow show. Yeah, it should have gotten more episodes. I agree. I, but it can't be... The season finale can't be up against the all-time when it's only... If it's, it's that good. ran one season. Of course it can be. Okay, whatever. Twin I, Peaks was only two seasons. Yeah. I don't know anything about that show. Well, so then shut up. I can't even debate it. Okay, then shut up. You can't debate no, this either. I, can, I have an opinion, you, asshole. You just said you, you know. can't debate it, and now you're trying to say you can debate it. You can't do both. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> shut up. You shut up. God. So you can ignore him. Let's just put him in the cone of silence. <laughs> I actually don't remember. I haven't seen it since it aired, so I don't remember much about it. I remember liking the show. Don't turn me off, asshole. Oh, my God. All right, so. <laughs> Did you watch it? Following that is another one we can kind of gloss over, I believe, unless 
somebody here has watched it. I've watched the show before, but I did not watch the finale, and that's Futurama. I didn't see the series finale. I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't keep up with the re... This is bullshit. I didn't watch the recreation at all. Yeah. I watched a few episodes when they first came back. This is bullshit on the next two. I know. I would, but, you know, I can't get my levels the same as you, so... Is it calling it already? No. I want to make sure that you stick with this list as bullshit after the next two. Okay. So, Futurama... I liked Futurama just fine. I just didn't... It was a smart show, but I just never really kept up with it. Yeah. The I didn't reason either. I was, was saying fine. this list is bullshit is because I haven't seen any of these shows, pretty much. Next on the list, The West Wing. Okay. Uh. You haven't seen it! <laughs> you don't fucking know! I'll be honest. The truth of the matter is, as much as I love that show, there's a lot of people that think the last two seasons took quite a dip. In fact, there's some people that think the last three or four seasons took a dip. Aaron Sorkin, if y'all don't know... I don't. Went into rehab at some point and, like, quit writing the show. Ah, okay. Quit head writing the show. And a lot of people think that the show took a dip after that. I don't think that at all, because I think the writers, there was enough. They should have let him they were doing 20, his cocaine There were the 24 episodes a season. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so there was so much, in four seasons, there was so much prior content to write that I, I really feel like they did a pretty adequate job of continuing this show. Their bold claim is uh, the first three seasons of The West Wing remain uh, Aaron, Sorkin's, Aaron Sorkin's finest achievement to date. That's their claim. The first what? Three seasons. Oh, yeah, I would, I would definitely say that. So. Uh, the sucky thing about the last season is in the first scene from the last season, uh, the last season is all about the, the uh, campaign, the run for the next presidency, essentially. Uh, and in the um, first se- first scene, they show at at the Bartlett, who is uh, uh, Emilio Estevez's father. What the fuck is his name? Mr. Estevez. Come on. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Dom. Sheen, Delise, Martin Sheen. <laughs> it's it's his library dedication. Some years later, okay. and the president arrives, and it sucks because they had to cut that scene up because John Spencer, who plays his chief of staff the whole time, dies in the middle of the scene, like in real life, died in the middle of the last season. Oh, in the season. I thought so the they scene. had to cut that up quite a bit. I'm not yeah. sure. I actually want to know how that aired because all I have is what was released to DVD. Sure. Because I I would imagine that in that scene when it aired is John Spencer. <laughs> Yeah. And then in the end of the se- season, he's not there because he died in the middle of the season. But anyway. Is this a comment? Gotcha. Uh, it's really good. It's really good. Would you rate it as a top finale? This may not be the greatest topic ever. <sighs> yeah, probably. Okay. It wouldn't be the first thing I think of, but yeah, sure. Is Rob Lowe better than that, or is he better in Parks and the Rec? The sucky thing about Rob Lowe, well, it's different, dude. Yeah. That's Can a comedy, and he's amazing in Parks and Rec, for yeah. sure. Do you watch Parks and Rec still? No. I gave up it for one season. That's a really bad idea, because it it's, gets really good. Well, it was really shitty in the first season. Oh, you season, still so. watch it? Sure. We're like three, almost. Dude, it gets full, really. The first season is definitely the toughest. And I, I'll be honest, I watched the first couple of episodes and went, this is fucking Parks and Rec version of The Office. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after the first season, it gets really fucking good. It's when really good. When Adam Scott good. and Rob Lowe come in, it gets way They better. are really odd. Both of them separately. And he's a totally different character than he was in Step Brothers, which mm-hmm. I was like, damn it, when I first knew that. Oh, he's, t- but he's, like he's pretty much a straight character. But he's still awesome. Yeah. But Rob Lowe's amazing in that show. Uh, totally different characters. The second thing about Rob Ro- Rob Lowe is in that fourth season or whatever. The origi- Originally, the West... Well, you, never mind. Fuck it. Nobody cares about a history lesson on the West Wing. Let's keep going I on don't. the list. 
Lastly, on the positive list, remember, Thomas, this list is bullshit. This better be the shield. Is the shield. Okay, fine. If anyone includes, does not include that episode in a greatest finales of all time list, they, it, the list is bullshit. The first line is, very few shows start out great and get even better. That's what they claim. Thoughts on that, gentlemen? I think it definitely got better. Yeah, for sure. It started out great and a very good place. I mean, the first episode. That's it's that one is of the one of the best better. Yeah. Yes, it's one of the best pilots that's ever been made. I've told people many, many times as I try to pub that show every time I have a chance is watch the pilot. If you mm. like the pilot, you'll like the show. Yeah. If you don't like the pilot, don't watch Although, the show. I don't think it's better. Although rewatching it, Breaking but Bad's pilot is better than any, I remembered. Yes, it was sure. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to yeah. look. I don't want to diss Breaking Bad at all. Sure. Let me start off with that. Secondly, let me say. Best pilot ever in the history of television, as far as dramas go, because sure. it is amazing. First of all, has any pilot in the history of television ever had the entire show come back to that at all points of the show? Ever I don't know. In the history That's of television. Question. I doubt it. It's unreal. Through the entire show, it all comes back to that first episode yeah. and what happens within that first episode. Right. You either are drawn in in the first episode by "Holy fuck, what the fuck just happened," or you're like, "I don't, I, I don't care." And I don't know how you guys felt about the wire when you watched it originally, but it actually took me about like five or it's six a episodes slow before burn. I got it takes into everybody it. That the last thing I need to do is to find the wire to you. But yes, the pilot yeah. episode is not amazing because right. the show itself is a much slower burn than sure, yeah. the Shield. Once I hit about episode five, I was like, "Give me every disc that I can get yes, my hands on sure. now." <laughs> it's very different. So, in essence, it's not fair to compare those two shows, but it's still the best pilot ever in the history of television. Yeah. As far as dramas go. So, yeah. I would, yeah. The Shield definitely deserves to be on here. It was amazing. And despite everything that led up to that finale, there was still like, what the fuck? In the middle of that episode, because you had no idea what was coming. Everything that happens with Shane, yeah. Yes, you had I mean, no that, that clue was, what was happening. Yeah. <clears throat> that was some of the crazy shit I've seen. The episode, do you remember what that episode's titled? No. It's titled Family Meeting. Oh, yeah. Which oh, he wow. says right before it cuts to the situation, essentially. Gotcha. So fucking amazing. And... I mean, I know we talked about this a little bit with the Dexter talk, but the way it ends in, he pulls the gun out of a drawer, he's in this prison that has been created for him, and he pulls the gun out of the drawer, and he kind of sniffs at it, and you can tell he's thinking, you know, Shane took this easy way out, and he's not going to do that, but, oh, it's so great. Anyway, I won't talk about the shield for forever, but... Just some other quick notes they have on this list. Were there, um, like, runners-up or something? Well, these are just other noteworthy finales they just threw out here. Okay. Uh, Dexter sucking. Obviously, we trashed that one. Okay, good. Uh, I was about to say, he put Dexter in the No, no, no column? just random, random okay. comments. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, which we talked off air. Um, what does he say about that one? He says, uh, which managed to be both wildly entertaining and deeply disappointing. Um, I wasn't disappointed. I don't think you guys were disappointed in it. I was just dis- look only by a couple it's of things. Unfair yeah. to say that I wasn't disappointed because, dude, four fucking seasons of being super tied into the show, and in fairness, and I'm willing to go on a clock on this. I'm not sure anybody's ever shotgunned that show in two weeks before. <laughs> like I could no, not I stop watching it every fucking moment. I wasn't at work or sleeping for like four hours a night. I was watching that show. After putting it off for forever, Mark tried to talk me into it for forever, and I was like, "It just sounds the name just sounds so geeky, and I can't watch it." And yeah, I watched one episode, and I was like, "Okay, next," and yeah. then just kept pinning next for two weeks straight. But anyway, so 
We're all it's disappointing as far good. as some of the things, yeah. some of the outcomes is like I would have done that differently. Some of the questions that weren't answered. But it does sure. not in any way hamper the per- previous four seasons. Talking about questions not being answered, I still think it was better than Lost. If I had to rank one of the finales over the other, hmm. I definitely think it was better. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. <clears throat> Uh, they put uh, they basically just threw Mash in as being one of the most watched. I don't care about Mash. Don't they care didn't make an opinion on it really. I throw Mash in as one of the most overrated TV shows of all time. Of the episodes I've seen, I would agree. Deadwood ended with a that was, just, that was never intended to be a series capper. The only scary thing about Deadwood is that it did not end. Yes, because it was disappointing. Yeah. It was that yeah they didn't come back, so we it's didn't get one. It's it's definitely one of the greatest shows dramas that ever existed that did not have an ending. Elf. And in an episode that was never meant to, as the series finale. I don't remember that one. not give a shit about that. It says, uh, which scarred the, an entire generation of children who thought the end of Elf was him getting taken by evil government agents. Apparently that was the last episode of Elf. Awesome. So Seriously? Yeah. That was the last episode? Apparently it wasn't supposed to be, but they axed the show after That's doing awesome. that episode. So that was the series finale. Awesome. That's kind of funny. Good God. I did not know that. They throw in X-Files as having a really terrible series finale. I don't and remember I the say, series finale on that one. My problem with X-Files is it ran way too fucking long. Oh, yeah, long. it went 10 seasons. It was way Here's yeah. the problem with the finale of X-Files. They killed both of the agents and then made two movies afterwards. <laughs> well, there's that, too. Well, they should have only gone seven seasons in that show. I mean, when Robert Patrick... I mean, Robert Patrick was fine in uh, whatever name was, uh, Annabeth Gish. They were okay, but they weren't David Duchovny. <laughs> and uh, what's her fuck? Did you watch yeah. the second movie? Yeah, it was horrible. I never even it saw the second terrible. movie. It, it, it would have been an... An okay episode, but as a movie goes, honestly, I didn't really like the first movie that much. I liked the first episode quite, or the first movie quite a bit. Okay, but anyways, that that <laughs> it definitely went, you know, three seasons too long. Yeah, I would. I How would many seasons that. did it go? Ten. Ten. Jeez. Yeah, yeah it should have been seven. And eight, I think uh, the last three were Robert Patrick and Annabeth Gish, and then David Duchovny would show up once in a while. I was going to say, Duchovny was out for yeah. several. It's got to be seasons. one of the best theme songs ever, though. Sure, it's great. Uh, and then they make an interesting uh, discussion point here where they say uh, there's been a lot of complex discussions about conspiracies between Cheers and Breaking Bad finales. I'm sorry? What? Saying that many have pointed out the parallels between the finale of Cheers and Breaking Bad. In Cheers, Ted Danson is left with the realization that the bar, not the two women in his life, will be his constant companion, which mirrors Walt's love of the meth lab. No. It's kind of interesting to interesting. me. But um, Cheers that, was a good finale. They consider that as mirroring... Well, I mean, whatever your love is of your work, opposed to the people that Does are in your Ted life. Does Ted Danson but... fall over dead at the end of the episode? I don't think so, but no, I don't think he has to die to have a thematically. Thematically, thematically it's it's similar. I would say it's similar. Okay. But uh, so speaking of conspiracies, I have something else. But I mean, if keep going, if you talk about the list, that's pretty much it. Saying to me or saying elsewhere, anybody saying that? No, nah, I never did see saying elsewhere. Right. Okay, so Norm Macdonald had an interesting uh, tweet stream this week. About the series finale of Breaking Bad. and Son of old McDonald. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, old Norm McDonald Jr. Uh, he, and this the uh, former SNL guy. He said, one thing seems clear. He never made it out of the car in the snow, surrounded by police. That's where he died. His final prayer unanswered. He died in his car, surrounded by police. He's the most wanted man there is, but he eats at a diner and chats with a waitress and appears wherever he wants. But the police came in force and they surrounded Walt's car. Then the fantasy begins with his car keys falling in his lap. It's all Walt's fantasy. How could he get Ricin into a sealed packet of stevia? He's never shot. He succumbs to the disease, reclining his car seat as the police approach, guns drawn. The key is in the acting and the dialogue, odd and unreal. He doesn't possess this imagination. His fantasy is what he intended to do, but we never we ne- we know Walter White never pulls anything off without a hitch. 
Unreal, like unnatural dialogue and acting, like the finale was written by Walter White. He even overrules them when they tell them where to park, and the gun kills everyone, and somehow everyone is there. This tells us it is the fantasy of a sick, dying man. The dialogue was written by a sick man about to die. You wearing a wig? No. Oh, it looks like you're wearing a wig. Speaking of Jack. The important thing to remember about the song El Paso, which was playing during the episode, which is by Marty Robbins also, who also did Felina, was that the guy singing it was dead, the character that was singing it. It wasn't a dream. It was the plan of a sick mind. It was not all a dream. It was the plan of a diseased mind. So what do you think? Do you think it was all a fantasy? Or do you think it actually happened? And someone else... Uh, someone, uh, someone, someone like it happened. I do too. Well, I'm going to choose to believe that it happened. Me too. And someone in New Yorker had the same thing that had the same theory outside of Norm MacDonald that it was too easy, that it was it was more... It was like Mulholland Drive where it's all a fantasy and uh, not really... It's not really what happened. What do you think? I think it all happened. I don't think I do it was a too. fantasy. I think it's an interesting discussion point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's an interesting discussion point, but I do feel like what happened happened within the context of the show. Yeah, I do too. Okay, you're gonna so, have to talk about that at some so point. So did, did you? Did you guys? More aftermath. There. Did you guys know that there's a Breaking Bad porn parody called? No, I did not know that. You did not totally talk to me about that in the break. We just. <laughs> it's called I am the one who cocks. It's called Breaking Bad Triple X. I am the one who cocks. With a guy who looks nothing like Walter White but has a bald head. It's a fat guy. And glasses. That has a goatee and, yeah. Um, he, not only does he have cancer, he's Giant also got cocks. unable to get hard penis disorder. <laughs> the doctor says, you don't need to have sex anymore. Consider this Impotency? a blessing. You're free from the sins of temptation. And then the, 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 the doctor the and... The sins of temptation. Yeah. And they have are some there, very Breaking Bad like shots. Was that an actual scene from yeah. Breaking Bad in the middle no, no. of that? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. But they, they have mirrored shots and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Have you seen this? I've Mark? never seen any of these porn parodies, like The Office Triple X. I know you've seen them all. You okay. celebrate the entire collection. That's not true at all. That's actually true. You've seen all of them. That's not you've true. You've seen at Avatar Triple X, Office Triple X, Parks and Rec Triple X. No. Is there a park and, Parks and Rec Triple There probably will be. <clears throat> West Wing Rob Lowe and Parks and Rec Rob Lowe Triple X. <laughs> yeah. God. So needless to say, you will be collecting I'm literally this standing by myself. And did you guys know there I was... I'm literally standing by myself. <laughs> will you guys be watching the Colombian spinoff of Breaking Bad or copy called... a remake, I should say. Mistasis? No. Are you being serious? No, I'm serious. Because they don't get... They don't have much of American cable but in Colombia. So they're making they're making their own version of Breaking Bad called Mistasis. Are you serious? Same plot of Breaking Bad. But are you serious? Pretty much, except instead of an RV, they they don't have RVs very many RVs in Colombia, so they're going to use an old school bus. Still has cancer, still a teacher, but why don't they just overdub the American version? Why don't they provide subtitles? I don't know. But are just, you serious? Just be cheaper. Heisenberg is played by, and his character's name is Walter Blanco. <laughs> Jesse is. <laughs> Uh, Jesse Jesse is possible? played by Jose Miguel Rosas. Walter Blanco. Or, no, his, his, char- his character name is Jose Miguel Rosas. Uh, Skyler is Kielo Blanco, and Hank is Henry Navarro. So, anyways. Walter Blanco. So, there you go. If you want to relive Breaking Bad, you can watch meta, met, Metastasis. Metastasis. Metastasis, yes. Are those, is that actually two words? Yeah. Meta, well, no, it's one word, but it's like they separate it. Having but cancer. they separate it for the screenshot. Metastasized. Yeah. 
It definitely looks like a cheaper version of Breaking Bad. I watched the trailer for it. Definitely looks like a cheaper. More. Is there English overdubs? They didn't actually show any of the dialogue being played out. They just showed like some of the scenes. Like that dialogue. Is the theme music the same? Well, they, it was an AMC promo for Metatasis. And so they played. Is AMC they had the same, doing it? I don't I'm sure they licensed it. It's their show. So they sure. had the same announcer that does the normal promos doing it. And they just they didn't show any, vo- any of the uh, lines being read. They just showed the action scenes. So are you going to watch it? I might try one episode. Just see what it's like. Why not? And then uh, finally, don't you feel like you know the storyline already? <laughs> uh, would you guys like to purchase any of the, the uh, props from uh, Breaking Bad? No, not really. Shut up, you, Thomas. Do, do I look like I've made money? Well, yeah, let's say money was not insert, an issue. No response about social okay. security. <laughs> let's say <laughs> let's say money was not an issue. What would you like to own? I don't really want any of that. Man. We're not talking to you now. What would I like to own? Would you like if you like Skyler's Jeep? It's currently I'll tell you going. What I would like to own, I would like to own Walter Junior's crutches Challenger. Oh. that he purchased within that Walter purchased for him some point. I'd like movie, his crutches in the movie. If you want, uh, would you like his crutches? There's like thirty two camel pants. Thirty two pages of items. So I'm not going to go through them all, but uh, Tuco's Grill, for instance, is going for forty two hundred dollars. I'm sorry, Tuco's Grill. Yeah, the one grill. that gets grill his. Teeth grill. Oh, okay. They get some bed and glass. Got it. Forty two hundred. Got it. Skyler's Jeep is going for eleven thousand five hundred. Are they selling the Aztec as well? Uh, they they have several copies of the Aztec, none of which work. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, they don't work. Yeah, they're all in disrepair. Oh my god! If you want Jesse's to it to sell, it's going for fifty eight hundred. Uh, if you want uh, Tio Uncle Tio's uh, bell, it's going for seventeen thousand. Dude, Good what about god. what about Uncle Tio's? They're doing bids on all these. Uh, let me see if that's on this list. Yes, uh, Tio's wheelchair is going for five thousand. That's still looking for a starting bid, though. Uncle Tio's bag. <laughs> uh, if you want the his pants that he shit in that time when he went to go talk to Hank. If you want the uh, pink teddy bear from season two, that's seventy seven hundred. Uh, let's see, Marie's Marie's Volkswagen Bug is going for ten two. That is purple. That's purple. Out go. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Todd El Camino what is going about, for seventeen hundred. What about right. the car yeah, Walter has when they shoot out the entire back of it in the, the Chrysler last episode? Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the Aztecs is going for fifty seven hundred. Yeah. So uh, who wants that ugly ass vehicle anyway? Just for the memories, I'm sure you could uh, pimp it out for photos and stuff like that. So what about Walter's underwear? They had Jesse's underwear in there. I, don't, I haven't seen Walter's underwear. Really? But. Walter's Anyways, underwear are much more iconic than Jesse's underwear. How about? True. How about? Five grams of the blue meth. <laughs> well, if you want one of the hazmat suits, it's going for twenty two hundred. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Twenty two hundred. Yeah. Some people have too much money. If you want Tio's break, out, uh, oxygen high tank, five. six hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> it can be yours. Awesome. And if you want, lastly, lastly, if you want Jesse Pinkman's gold fist <laughs> that I used to have in my car because I gave it to you. Yeah. That will only cost you six hundred dollars. Yes, I had a gold fist. That exact same is the exact same fist. It was in the Toyota Corolla. Yeah, it was a gold fist air freshener. (laughs) So there you go. Out, go out, gasoline high five. Would you quit? Would you calm down a little bit? Out, go out. Let's go. He's ready. Go, go for it. All right, gasoline high five. Out, go. Out, go. 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 I'm super pissed at the chopper. He told me he was going to give us a voicemail today. Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven.
Could that would be the in front of the live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, where are they? Us. Us. We don't count as a studio audience when we are the ones talking. Out, go out, gasoline high five. Out, go out, <laughs> gasoline high five. Out, go out, gasoline high five. We had enough menstrual blood last week. Hi, this is Glenn Morshower. Boy, well, that anus expands as the turds get out. Like a vacation. Neanderthal anal baby. <laughs> Hi, my name all is in your mouth, All up in your mouth. Out, go out. Gasoline high five. We had enough menstrual blood last what week. What type of meat describes you best? <laughs> out, go out. Gasoline high was five. Out, go out. Gasoline high five. Did you guys remember that the last episode of Full House disclosed how his uh, wife actually died? Do you, bottom, do you remember gummy bears at all? Bottom, bottom. If you're referring to yourself, you're bottom. an idiot. I'm Mr. Works, but never gets paid.
Doing drops and stuff. Who doesn't like a nice, clean panty liner? Yeah, man. Let's do it. It's a really weird question. How about chocolate dills? I don't know why. You just seem really beaten. Normally, you like full of energy. I'm trying to get there. I took I took half a monster, so we'll see. Oh. You took it? I drank like, it. Whatever. Shoved it in your anus? <laughs> yeah. Took it in. <laughs> no wonder you're depressed. <laughs> A little sore right well, now, buddy? Do you enjoy it when uh, blood is slowly dripping down your thigh? I don't. I don't at all. Well, then now you know why I'm not kind of in the dark. I dumps. understand. I'm saying <laughs> that I understand. I was trying to butt chug a monster, and... <laughs> you didn't realize you could have just put it in a tube? You actually shoved the can like, in your ass? I could have enemized it, or perhaps put it in my mouth. You know, drink it in my, my, my mouth. Enemized it? Yeah. yeah. Is that a word? That's a, yeah. I guess. Huh. That's a thing. That's a thing people do. It's uh, it's when people when you fold an object into an easily inserted thing into your anus. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> I think if you enemize, I think that's a technical. That's the Latin phrase for butt chugging. I've never heard. That's the <laughs> <laughs> from the original Latin yes. to enemize. <laughs> to enemize. Yeah, to enemize. That's the Latin. Is it a my multiple animus? No, animus from the Latin word animimis. <laughs> <Animimimes>. which animus <laughs> maximus to prepare something to be put into your ass. Canis rectumus. Animus rectumus. Monsters. Re- <laughs> rectumus. Well, monster can't be associated with monster. the actual word. It could be any can. True. <laughs> could be any anything. Cylindricus rectumus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. All right, ready? Yeah, been ready. In three, in two. Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room. <laughs>